so you were saying that you were listening to the new watching dudes to watching guys in cartoons and stuff. Two guys <laughs> watching shows that um, are cartoons. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, no, no, I got two two dudes watch cartoons. Um, two dudes watching. Was cartoons. it the one on Wreck It Ralph? Is that the one you were listening to? Yeah, I want to listen to it so bad. I've, I've been trying to find time to listen to it because I freaking love uh, that movie. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like the episode I need to listen to. Hold right up. Now. Like, I don't ever get to listen to podcasts. Like, I don't even listen to our podcast. Jenga. Barely, yeah. Wow. What up, though? I yeah. know. She had her nap. She's feeling ready to go. She's ready. I to mean, I listen to Jenga and Ivan's podcast. It's riveting. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was dealing with fuck it Fridays today and I was scrolling. And I saw a clip from two guys watching TV shows that are cartoons. <laughs> I'm joking, Alex. I'm joking. Two dudes watching if you cartoons. Got, if you guys don't get the joke, it's because you missed our episode with Alex Brizard from this circle. Go catch it. But, um, but yeah. anyways, uh, I caught a clip and they were talking about Wreck-It Ralph and they were talking about how John C. Riley's in there and they got on the conversation of Will Smith and or not Will Smith, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley having mm-hmm. a rift and I didn't yeah. know about that. And so learned something new today and quite upsetting that those two are having a, a an issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel that it's duel. more between, I, th- I feel that it is more between um, Adam McKay and Will Agreed. Ferrell yeah. from what from what I had read when like it all sort of came out. Um, I don't know how much animosity there is between John C. Riley and Will Ferrell, but I also like I other than reading the initial article when it came out, I haven't really gone back to it. So I don't know. I don't know how the show itself is doing. I don't know what the reception is. I don't know where. Will Farrell, John C. Riley, and Adam McKay are now as far as whether they're cool or whether they've sort of said like it is what it is. We'll move past it, but we're not working together right now. Or either way, it sucks. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not happy about it. They're like two of my favorite actors, especially when they get together. Oh yeah, you know, fucking so. hilarious. No, um, uh, why, while you were saying that, I was kind of like lost on my own thoughts. As a man, you understand that sometimes people talk, and you just Indeed. how would I fucking hogtie a cougar? I was listening to you. I was listening I to him. I know exactly what he was saying. <laughs> okay, you does. don't have to recap it. I'm I just saying you. I listened, but I was in my own mind thinking about if I got into a fight with a jaguar, could I hogtie it? No, I'm joking. Um, what I was really thinking about was if you want to do a backdrop, like get one with the logo. On it, uh, probably a really cheap workaround would be to go to a banner store and just get like a you know a five foot by three foot, which is a pretty common size, and you can get grommets put into the corners and in the middle or every two yeah. feet, and then just you know put it up on the wall, and then that yeah, way with we the were grommets, not that smart, yeah, we, we didn't get well, the grommets. No, we went to my buddy, and he was thinking about like what was gonna be the best investment for me, and the kind we right. got will last forever and it won't fade. Um, but it's also fabric all the way through, so we can't put grommets. Yeah, it's not a vinyl. Yeah, so it's uh, well, and there's grommet. there's a couple sign shops like in town, um, and I've helped one of them out a time or two, so like I know where the shop is and like the kind of material they have and everything like that. So if I were to go to him and say like, this is what I want, he'd be able to tell me the best way to do it and the most economical way to do it. 
Yeah, that's it's always cool when you know people like that. Like I've been trying to teach my kids that like it's not always about what you can do, but like it's sometimes it's about who you fucking know. (laughs) Yep, I often say like so I used to uh, be on the board of trustees for a community art space Mm -hmm. and my and we did like open mics and stuff like that. And I have always said that my creative outlet and like my creative ability is providing the space for other people Mm. or making those connections because like I can't draw, don't play an instrument, (laughs) anything like that. But like this sort of thing. Oh yeah. Or, or hosting open mics and stuff like that where other people can showcase their talent. That's where my interest lies. That's always been my thing too. Like I I don't, I don't want to be front and center, but I want to bring you people who want to be front and center you know so hot tip for any young professionals listening right now it's a little bit pricey but if you want to increase your business and i'm not doing this as a plug they haven't paid us i've actually joined this group but it's also a great way to further your ability in your career and you know kind of your professional social setting go check out a BNI meeting. It's a business networkers international and um, you get to sit down kind of do a two minute spiel about what business, what you're going to do. And it helped me a lot. And legit, like we got, we got like, um, we got our pest control guy out of that. We got our realtor out of that. We got like a bunch of reference, a mortgage broker out of that. We got all kinds of people. And then like, the amount of people that they would send to like his business was just like, it, it's they're cool. It freaking works. Yeah. It's so just shout out if you guys are like, especially like in a sales industry. Yeah. Just like BNI in my area, yeah. you know, search that shit. It's worth it. Google it's, that shit. I, I don't want to <laughs> quote the prices. I want to say it's probably like 500 plus, maybe a little bit more than that. It probably depends for, where but you that's live, for the year yeah. and it's worth it because you'll make that back. It's a positive ROI. So there's a little hot tip for your business from the Challenge Fandom podcast. Yes. Next week, <laughs> we'll talk about home equity. I'm joking. We won't. We absolutely will not be doing that. No, no, we will not be doing that at all. <laughs> um, how'd you guys feel about this episode? As a whole, you know what I mean? Yes, preparation feels great on the whole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> is he, what is that from? It's from uh, Dr. It's Dr. Evil, Austin Powers. It's, I think oh, it's the okay, second yeah. one. I couldn't think I, of what it was. I can't was. remember the yeah. exact one. Oh, my gosh. I think it's the second hilarious. one. Yeah, see? That's awesome. <laughs> Look, I told you, like, and here, this kind of goes into what I was just asking you. Um, I... I used to be somewhat athletic, um, not so much anymore, obviously. But with that <laughs> being said, um, I feel like the one thing I would do really good at on the challenge is trivia. Oh, because yeah. I know a lot about or let me rephrase that. I know about a lot of different stuff, just not a lot about stuff individually. Like, you know, a yeah. little bit about a lot of shit. There you go. I obviously don't too. know how to talk either. So whatever. <laughs> Thank you. We'll guys be for watching like. This. We'll be waiting for something else to start or we'll just like actively seek out Jeopardy. We'll be watching Mm -hmm. and the categories like I can clear categories that make no sense for me to be able to clear. Yeah. And then the ones that I absolutely should be able to, I've got nothing for. Like (laughs) when when they were talking Academy Awards and when they were talking Catwoman, I had everything on lock. Yeah. As soon as they were like hockey. Yeah. Tony's like, Mighty Ducks. Mm, don't Anaheim look at Mighty me. Ducks. Right. 
We've been together seven years. How many hockey games have never, you ever seen me watch? Never. We've literally never watched hockey. Ever. I don't. I. I don't do hockey. He I can. Do hockey. I can tell you. I can probably name ten teams right off the top who've won Stanley Cups. Just, Josh would have been able to murder that. Oh yeah, Josh would have killed. Josh would have killed yeah. that. Um, Shout to Josh. He's not with us again. The presidents. I could probably do ten. I could probably knock out eight out of the first. Oh, 10. Can you? Can you do the the, the top ten? Like the first ten. Yeah, the, I'd probably get eight out of the the first ten. Yeah, I I don't want to say I'd be perfect, but I would miss a couple. Garfield was the twentieth, right? Yeah. <laughs> Here's and my Eisenhower thing though: was the thirty fourth. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucking horrible. Uh, Kennedy. <laughs> I mean, I looked. I had to look it up afterwards yeah. because I'm Canadian. So yeah. they were like the president's United States, and like I said to you guys on, I think it was on the exit interview, like my mind went to the Animaniacs song where they listed yeah. the presidents of the United States of America. And I got the first three and then my mind went blank. Yeah. And Let me see with them. Yeah. I, I don't, and Karina can confirm. I, I just have our notes from the episode, but yeah. Washington Adams, Jefferson uh, Monroe. I want to say Polk. Um, did I already say Madison? Yes. I don't know. Yep. I'm high. That's good enough. I still did better than half of them. I you did. I didn't, I didn't say fucking Bill Clinton either. So right. there we go. <laughs> did somebody say no? No, no nobody no. said that. Did no, they, they said Eisenhower. Yeah. Okay. Eisenhower was, was a president like, in like 1958. Oh my gosh. You are not connected. So you're not connected. I know much. that thing. I don't think that thing ever went through. What thing? The story you tagged me in. I think the only one up the, up on my story still is the um the Marlon. Oh, guys, freaking Marlon just released a new song oh, or that yeah, he featured go, in. Go um, go see that shit. The artist is Fix P H I X featuring Marlon, and the song is called Act Up. I'll uh, I'll link it down in the description box. But they literally just released it the other night. It was cool. Like I was just sitting outside. And uh, <clears throat> I happened to see Marlon live and I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, let's go say hi to Marlon, you know, and they were doing the they were releasing the song live on IG um, and doing like a live preview of it. And it was freaking cool. Like Fix is super cool. Um, obviously, you guys know how we feel about Marlon. So, um, yeah, we'll link that below. Go check it out. Run up the plays, download it, save it, add it to your playlist, all that fun stuff. Send it to all your friends. It's a fun song, um, and Marlon freaking kills his verse. So I might I, not be 100% right on this, but I think I am. I think it would be Fix featuring Black Zeus, not featuring Marlon. I'm sorry. You're, did I say Marlon? I meant... It, 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 yes, understandable yes, you're, mistake. You're correct. It'll be Fix featuring Black Zeus. Um, that's Marlon's alias for um, you know his music, and it's also his username on Instagram, all that stuff. So, um, But yeah, we'll, we'll link that down below, but make sure you guys go check that out. Show Marlon some love um the song is super fire and like i said marlon absolutely kills his verse fix is super good on all his shit as usual so make sure you guys go check that out speaking uh, earlier of uh, alex and two cartoons watching dudes yes um i love alex Sorry, yeah I no just he's, to say he's that. such a great guy and i actually felt really bad about fucking up the name of his show when we had him on <laughs> and it's I okay you only def- did it twice yeah, I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been eight times. Yeah, could it's have. It's true. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make the suggestion that we should ask him if he would like to come back to recap one of these episodes with us. And it yes. won't be a four hour escapade, maybe two. We'll, two we'll promise him a yes. two. Yeah. <laughs> we also had talked like way back when we had um, Jacob on, like Challenge Historian. 
yeah. when we were talking CBS All Stars that he said that he was game to come back to. Yeah, um, that would be then, a good one too. And then James, for that matter, James. Yes, James from yes, the show, yeah. Davis also wanted to do one with us too. I'm like, yeah. we're gonna run out oh, of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. It's nice to be popular. It is. Did you did you show him the thing from Twitter? No, I didn't. Tony's usually oh on Twitter, so Dude, well, he knows so about cool. it because I send it to chat. We, we it's true. I'm we familiar with Twitter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, Tony, and Josh make up out of my four likes I get every on most of my posts. Yeah. They're the first two. So, <laughs> and Tyranny's the third. I thought that. I yeah, thought that exactly. was super. Karina's the fourth, no, or no, or not. Black Zeus if he comes through. And I was sees like, it. I am none of the likes on there because I don't go on Twitter unless I absolutely have Anyways, to. You can you can say <laughs> talk um, about it. Yeah, go ahead. No, I just no, I just wanted to shout out. Um, I I don't know the the gentleman's name, Here. but dude, super cool man. I, that is literally like one of the best compliments that we've ever gotten. Super touching. And we are glad that you enjoy the podcast to the point of like calling us the challenge fan podcast goats legit. Like I can't even put into words how much that means to us. And, uh, you know, we, we really appreciate the support and we're glad that you enjoy the podcast so much. I mean, you guys have Twitter. You can go on there and see it, but yeah. um, it's what, basically David. Is that his name? Yeah, no, or, no. I did. I got it. I got it. Daniel. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Well, just <laughs> have me tell the whole name, the whole story, and then won't let me. You didn't say tell the anything. Name. You just said it was very thoughtful and sweet what okay, he said. Go ahead. Anyways, it's on the post where we did our exit interview, and we'll take this moment to gloat about ourselves because we try not to do it too often. <laughs> but it's our exit interview with uh, Shan and Xavier, which uh, we will dive into some more here in a little bit. But a gentleman named uh, Daniel P. I don't want to butcher his last name, so I'm not even going to try. Nope. Um, he asked me, uh, hey, could you guys stop listing the name of the person in the podcast as far as from the exit interviews, because it's been spoiled for me the last two weeks, two weeks when you've done that. Other than that, best challenge pod there is. I was like, fuck, man. Thank you. Yeah. And so cool. I said, is it just a title that spoils it? He said, yeah, that's it. Hey, maybe just go with the episode number. And I said, we'll make the change uh, this next week. And you let us know how it works. And he goes, dude, that's why you guys are the challenge pod goats. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, thank you. I mean, we're not. But <laughs> thank you. We really appreciate it. We'll take baby hey, you goat. Know, yeah, exactly. Like, I, regardless. The fact that, that, heart, that you really would am. even the fact that you would even feel comfortable saying that, you know. Yeah, thank you. It, that was really freaking cool. And we will absolutely make that adjustment with the title. Um, we'll stop putting the names of the people eliminated in the title of the episode. So when you get like our notifications, it's not just right there. And we're also going to make some adjustments to the artwork that we'll be releasing on Thursdays. And then we'll release an updated version that, you know, like looks, Friday night or Saturday yeah, like night. Friday night or Saturday. Um, but the original artwork that we release on Thursdays will no longer have the faces and names showing on it. And then again, we'll release an updated, you know, badass one on uh, either Friday night or Saturday. Um, and hopefully that helps, uh, you know, helps everybody feel a little bit more comfortable uh, seeing our exit interviews up on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Uh, we definitely don't want to be the ones out here like spoiling things or ruining your experience, especially with this new show, because we want you guys to love this show. And, it, you know, as much as we do. So we will make that adjustment. So I've got one thing to say about this, um, yeah. I, and I'm not going to write him back on Twitter because I'm going to test his fandom of our podcast with this. <laughs> and I'm going to say this. 
Daniel, if you're listening to this, send me a DM when you hear it, and I'm going to send you out some free swag. Yeah. For for helping us out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So. Um, look, not our typical really funny pod, uh, it, it pod intro <laughs> as we typically do, but you know, it's Friday. We've worked all day. It's hot. It's so hot. It's still so hot here. Mm-hmm. Like even just sitting in my house and I'm like, oh, I wish I could have a fan right now. <laughs> that made so, zero noise. Yeah. But it, on, uh, it on that note. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Let's get this going. So I opted <laughs> against the the coffee oh, rum yeah. cream one. What happened? Simply because, well, just because I had ice cream for dinner. So then, uh, not yeah. for dinner. I had ice cream yeah. for dessert. Um, and I took a lactate pill because I'm lactose intolerant. And I didn't want to push my luck with then rum cream. You so, fucking lactose intolerant people. Why do you guys do this to yourself? He does the same shit. He knows that. I take that- pills. <laughs> I and it's fine. It's fine with the pills, but I don't want to test my luck with like no, I get a whole, it. <laughs> like having a whole bunch of dairy. So I'm going to try the uh, the strawberry basil cider that I told you guys about the last oh, time. Oh, that'd be nice. Good. Nice. Yeah, uh, you have to let us know how it is. I also look at it as like a reverse enema. Oh my god! Like so, instead of shit, sure. shooting stuff up my ass to shit it out, I just eat stuff that my body doesn't like, and it pushes everything out. Oh so god. it's a win-win. I don't know about that, but it's a decision. <laughs> it's a decision. You know, you get the lip sweats right up here. Tony knows what I'm talking about. Oh my god! Yeah, that's right. Challenge Fandom Podcast presents Ricky's poops. <laughs> Here, little a new piece segment of- <laughs> for this episode only. Yeah, as you can tell, we've been paying attention to the CBS broadcasting with this old people talk. <laughs> Listen to me tell you about how prunes help with my daily morning. Um, no, uh, quick piece of Not knowledge though. Oh yeah, don't forget your Centrum A to Zinc. Oh my god. Um, yeah. <laughs> real quick though, a uh, little piece of you know knowledge I've seen online from a meme, which is not all. PP times are poo poo times, but all poo poo times are PP times. <laughs> well, that's well done. For a facts. That's true. Straight spitting facts tonight. I will go on record and say this is probably one of the best ciders that I've had. Oh, wow. As soon as you said strawberry and basil, I was like, oh, that's going to be that's good. Probably, yeah, yeah, that's probably super yeah. pink. So yeah. for anyone who's anywhere near me, uh, it is from the Maritime Express Cider Company in the Annapolis Valley. And it is a strawberry basil cider, and it is fantastic. Sweet. That's awesome. What was that one that I really liked when we were visiting Josh and Danielle? Was that the blackberry cider that yeah, I really liked? Yeah, it was. It was the blackberry Yeah, it one. was really fucking good. Man. Oh, but I do like ciders. They're really, it, it, like, good ones, so. I had one. It was, um, God, what's that really? Oh, uh, so I was. Apples? Yeah, it was apples. Um, it's the second that? week in a row I've done that. Cincinnati. Um, I was in Cincinnati and I went to this restaurant and they had um, a drink and it was called a hard moon. And it was Mm. half the hard apple cider that like that really popular one that they advertised for a long time. I can't think of it's. I'll look it up anyways. And they mixed it with blue moon. It was like a 50 50. Oh, and it was fucking good. Like I was like, damn, this is top notch. (laughs) I figured I figured it would be like a Belgian moon or something like that that was mixed with. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> this was also in 2018 and a lot's happened since then. So oh my God. I'm drinking a lot of different drinks since that day. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> I know it is what it is. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us on the Challenge Fandom Podcast. Uh, you've reached <laughs> us for another episode of the Challenge Trash Talk Roundtable, where we're going to be recapping episode four. Yeah. Yeah, episode, episode four, four of the Challenge USA. What's the title? Liberty and Justice for All. Amen. Sorry, a little <laughs> Pledge of Allegiance moment there for you. Um, guys, look, I don't really know how to put this other than fuck yes trivia oh my god oh my god and it was so good and i'm excited to talk about this um i know we'll get into the trivia portion but i i liked it never mind i'll just save it till we get to the trivia portion but i i'm i was fucking stoked that they decided to do a trivia for this because i wasn't sure you know, in honor of Josh missing our second straight recap, I'm going to go ahead and hit with the Boo. Stephen A. Smith hot take, which is Challenge USA is the best season of the challenge in at least the last three seasons. It's yeah. Of flagships yes. or all stars. Yes. Just point it out there. I agree. Um, I totally agree. I know that we're going to get some shit for that. I, mean, I don't give right, a shit. Guys, that's and fine. look, it's look, fine, I get people that like all stars because of the nostalgia factor. Yes. And I'm not upset about that. Yeah. And they had a fucking phenomenal cast in all stars three facts. But if you strip away the nostalgia and just look at show versus show, USA has been far more entertaining and it's been far better produced as far as there's oh. less of the, sitting around bullshitting time and they're getting straight into the daily straight into the challenge the like, eliminations yes. and maybe that's because there is a lack of actual house drama because they're not but experienced that, challenge players but i don't, I don't no, care i don't think it's that because there is a lot of house drama there's still a lot of shit going on but that's what they're showing us they're not showing us like you know, people just sitting around and lounging out at the pool. Yeah, I know they don't have a pool right now, but like you, they're not they just showing cool us table. like, yeah, they're not just showing us like them always going to the club every fucking episode or, you know, them just laying in bed, giggling and talking or whatever. Like every pretty much everything that we see in the show, it progresses the show along. It's not just filler bullshit. And that's what I really am loving about this. Yeah. We're getting more daily and less just filler shit throughout. And I love it. Agreed. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, no. I, you said exactly what I wanted to say. Sorry, Tony. Go ahead. Yeah, no worries. It's yeah, it's exactly what it needs to be. Anything, anything that happens before the daily any conversations that are had, you know that they're coming back into play before the end credits Yep. versus a lot of the time on flagship where you just you do you get filler. You get people sitting at breakfast talking about whatever yep. or sitting at the pool talking about sunbathing and yeah, like it's it's inconsequential to the actual story. And yes, it's fun, but I don't the other way to look at it, too, like in the simplest terms never has the, or like not in a very long time, has there been a group of rookies that have come into a game like this and changed the way that the game is played yep. so drastically yeah. yep. because the fact that everybody is coming in with their gameplay from their own specific show and that those four different styles of gameplay are then having to be adapted into not only into a, a format that meshes with three other distinct types of gameplay, but into an entirely different format of game. Right. Um, 
So that's one of the things that I'm really interested in. And that's one of the things that I'm really enjoying to see progress because you've got people like Tyson who has a ride or die in Angela, but then he also looks at every single partner that he has as that's his partner until they're not his partner. So he does anything that he can to help his partner get the win. And then when they're not his partner anymore, he still kind of like keeps an eye on them and keeps them like in the loop per se. But he then has a new partner and that's the person he focuses on. Um, Ben was another one where every single episode, Ben is like talking up his partner. Yes. To his partner, like lifting his partner up. And you see that for pretty much every single partnership. Everybody is super motivating for one another yeah and you don't see that on flagship yeah except last week with derek and chan (laughs) yeah yeah the exception to the rule hold on i wanted to say one thing real quick and that was i take back my previous statement because there is drama it just wasn't Mm -hmm. filmed it's there was some drama (laughs) that was created because of this show and if you go to twitter you'll see it oh yeah i'm not going to talk about it because i i don't know the full breadth and there are certain things that i personally can't say because it wouldn't be right coming out of my mouth yeah um but go to twitter follow Alyssa, follow some other people from challenge usa you'll see it yes you will absolutely see it but no all i was going to say just to kind of add on to your um idea a minute ago tony is that That's a big reason why I'm actually, even as, you know, like the challenge has always been my number one show, but even as a, a long-term challenge fan, that is why I'm really fucking glad that there aren't any MTV vets on this show, because think about if they had brought in like the bananas, the West, the Jordan, the CTs, the like whatever, then that forces the gameplay to, to not be as flexible as it has been for these people to figure out what they want the challenge to be. You know what I mean? And because that like the flagship, the way that they play on the flagship, it's constantly just played the same because they force all the rookies into that style of gameplay Yep, and they know it's accepted or that's what's expected. Sorry. That's what I meant is it's expected. Whereas here it's like a clean slate and you're able to kind of build the foundation for what the show is supposed to be yourself you know and so i think that's what makes it so exciting because you don't really know what's exactly going to happen or who's going to flip to who and then you add the algorithm thing on top of that like i'm loving this fucking season i'm really liking it well and i think the same people that are that were out there in the beginning like oh i'm not going to watch this it's none of the returning cast that i like and blah 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 those are the same people that also say that the flagship is trash. They're so sick of the vacation alliance and all this. Yep. And they fucking destroyed 37 spies, lies and allies because it was boring. And well, of course it's boring. You got all the fucking vets going after all the rookies. And it's the yep. same thing that they've done every fucking year since year two. Yeah. Or and, season two. And yeah. it's, it, it is what it is, but like and that's why i enjoy this so much is because it's rookies they're messy they're finding their way they're backstabbing they're blindsiding i mean three out of the four eliminations have been blindsides yeah exactly well and and look at the people that they brought on aside from maybe like a you group know, of like six like big brother everybody that they brought on like they made sure that they had issues within them right yes they brought on a bunch of people from the cookout 
But there's so much tension and animosity in that group right now that it's going to create even more problems than it's already created in USA, right? Same thing with Survivor. Like, all these people have different connections, like Tyson and Shannon and, and Danny or, you know, um, or not Shannon, I'm sorry, Tyson, Shannon. Sarah, and uh, Danny ben. or, or sorry, Ben. Yes, thank you. And then Danny and Shan. I keep freaking getting everything all mixed up. You know, they have these connections, but they're not necessarily positive connections. So at some point, it's going to create friction amongst those, you know, cast of the with their original show. And so I don't know. I just I'm I really like it. And I think that it's going to keep getting more and more interesting the further we get into this season. Okay. Yeah, and the- the cool thing, too, is that because we don't have and I said this to Corey in our group chat, like for our admins, for our Facebook pages, mm-hmm. I'm going to take shit for this, too. But I think that the Challenge USA is a better season for not having returning MTV players, yeah. because for the reason you mentioned, like they would sort of push the gameplay to their narrative because that's how they've always played. Whereas right. because you've got an entire season of people with a new way of playing that are cementing the challenge USA as being this style of gameplay, that means that when people get taken from this show, if people get taken from this show onto the flagship, then they're coming in with that style of gameplay. Yep. And if you bring enough of them on, they have a fighting chance as a group of rookies because they've technically all played together before. So it'll be really interesting. Now to your point about survivor though, um, you're right. Like Tyson and Ben and Sarah don't necessarily have the greatest track record because in one season, Sarah voted Tyson out twice. Yeah. (laughs) And Ben was aligned with Sarah. Like exactly. They weren't playing on the same side and now they're, quote unquote survivor strong for however long that lasts. And that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be similar to the, you know, the, the vet Alliance on 37. It's only going to go as far as, you know, they allow it to go and it's not going to be. And that's the thing, the way survivor is played. None of these people are going to let that Alliance sit all the way to the end. They can't, they're too, they're too antsy. That's not how they're used to playing. So I'm re- I'm really excited for that one to start blowing up. Like, I, I don't really want to like I'm not like, ooh let's send survivor people home. But I want to see the blow up. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's kind of what I was talking about with uh, one of our group members today, because he was he made a comment about and Tony mentioned this to me was about how the challenges, uh, the challenges, the eliminations haven't been like hardcore eliminations. Oh, the, the guy upset right. they're not all physical. Yeah, and it's like, and and we we all made valid points about it, which was I think Karina, yours was like the majority of challenges on the flagship aren't physical; they're endurance or puzzle ones most of the time. Dailies and elites. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's what makes it so great when we get a big physical elimination is because they don't come every time. So it's like, oh, and yeah, then, we get a hall know, brawl. That's awesome. Tony and me, of course, hive minding it, had the same comment, which was in the season trailer. They showed a hall brawl, a pole wrestle, and I think a balls in, but I'm not 100% sure so. on that. Maybe something yeah, similar. Yeah. Similar at least. Yeah. But um, so it's going to happen. We're going to get those confrontations and eventually someone is going to get blindsided, but come back up there. Every time someone's yes. been blindsided so far, they've they haven't come back. They've gone home. Yeah. This, Dom and Cash are the only the only team that got put in that came back. 
Yeah. And, yeah. and they weren't really blindsided. They knew, what they, was knew they were going in and they wanted yeah. to go in. Yeah. And so somebody's going to try to put Tyson on the, put Tyson down there or put Shan or, or not Shan, but you know, someone down there, Danny or Danny, ben and or they're going to come back Kylan. and it's going to blow yeah. up. And that's the thing is we're at episode four. Like they're still filling yeah. it out. Like yeah. wait till we get to episode eight, give yeah. us four more episodes and tell me that this isn't a great season of the challenge. Yeah, exactly. And all those people that were worried like, Oh, it's not going to be as good. It's not MTV's challenge. Like it's the fucking challenge. It's just new people on it and I'm digging it on a different and, channel. <laughs> and this is like kind of my closing thought on this is I think the challenge for a long time missed the mark because of everything we're saying as far as they brought back always a majority of veteran players. So it fit a certain type of narrative that they'd been taught and so on and so forth. And they taught rookies who taught further rookies, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah. Right. So the game never really had a chance to evolve with people trying new strategies because in games like Big Brother and Survivor, it's typically new cast every season. So they get that opportunity to play the game differently based off what they saw the last season. Yes. And the game evolves more and it forces producers to do different twists to eliminate certain advantages that people see. Yep. We don't really ever see that in the challenge. So there's no. a natural lack of evolution. So maybe this is a way to kind of jumpstart it. And just kind of an idea I'm throwing out there. I love it. People might hate me for bringing up this subject, but like I said, great season so far yes might be one of the best i've seen in a long time so just throwing that out there i agree without further ado Adieu. unless anybody has anything else they'd I, like to i have an ado go for it i, I uh, do just, <laughs> i just want to say that uh the fourth episode of challenge usa had 2.18 million viewers Steady rocking steady right around what the months. first they, one was 2.3 or 2.7 and they've stayed like right that. around there like yeah. 2.1 like you're saying yeah they saw an, it says they saw an increase of about uh 51,000 people yeah uh, nice. big brother for example like so to give you perspective big brother is currently sitting at 3.76 million yeah. and it's been on for 24 seasons and this is the first season to challenge usa yeah, yeah exactly and and yeah they're going to get larger viewers compared to mtv but the fact that it's kept consistent viewers at that number and mm -hmm. it's even going up a little bit yeah is a phenomenal thing and i think it speaks to what we were just talking about exactly yeah. and you know if if you don't fucking like it change well don't change it just fucking deal with it go do the dishes while it's on so the yeah. rain stay up yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, really, like, that's not to say, like, obviously, we're the challenge fandom podcast. We're fans of the challenge. We're fans mm -hmm. of the flagship. We're fans of all stars. And we're fans yeah. of the challenge USA. Challenge USA gives us more challenge. It doesn't mean that the flagship is any less. They're still filming the flagship currently. There's still talks of all stars season four. There's talks of a road rules reunion. There's talks of like all kinds of shit. Uh, real quick, Tony. Um, your name is Stats and Info, but I, I know you don't look at everything. 38 has officially wrapped. Perfect. Not only has 38 officially been wrapped, but they were actually contracted through 39. Yeah, I so, saw that. Yeah. So we're currently, so they will be starting to film 39 soon. It's already been approved and it's contracted. And We're going to get to at least 40 before yeah, they before decide they to do anything. Decide to, yeah, exactly. Like, but, so everybody just 
calm your titties, okay? And I mean, I'm just saying, all these people are, oh, it's not the MTV challenge. Like, motherfucker, you complain about the MTV challenge because Tori and shit's on there. Like, the, like that's the up. thing that I don't get the MTV challenge. It doesn't belong to MTV. MTV doesn't make it. They just fucking, they're just contracted to like air the fucking show. It's Bunim and Murray. It's the Bunim and Murray show. Like, they're the ones who write it and produce it and cast it and all of that shit. It, it MTV is just contracted to air it and they're now changing con like it, now they have a new contract with CBS to air challenge USA, but it's well, still Bunim and Murray contract. It's, uh, yeah. it's not even really an additional because CBS purchased MTV. Right. So exactly. Viacom CBS, which is owned by another company outside of like, I think either India or China. I can't fucking remember. It's like called Banjay or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they own all these properties. So it's all their IP. Yeah. So they can decide to say, you know what? Uh, we want to put, MTV on Spike, or we want to put Challenge on Spike, or we want to yeah. put fucking you know that's yeah, Paramount, exactly. sir. Sixteen no and Spike, yeah, yeah. Or we want to put fucking Sixteen and Pregnant on Bravo, yeah. You know, it's it's their fucking prerogative. We're gonna put Snake <laughs> Island on USA, like they oh own god. all this shit. You know what I mean? So it's like whatever. Oh my god. Anyways, um, guys, go ahead. By the by the way, since we've still not talked at all about the episode, August first, Snake in the Grass starts yeah yeah <laughs> um and i don't know if it's going to be the first episode that these four are on but there's a bunch of survivor like previous survivor players and everything like that my understanding oh, cool. is so there's four people per episode mm-hmm. and they compete in challenges but one person is actively playing against the other three to yeah. try to make them lose the challenges um and they have to figure out who the snake is blah 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 win money if you are the snake and fool everyone or win money if everybody uh, figures out who the snake is. Yeah. Um, but one of one of the groupings of four is a guy from um from Naked and Afraid and then Malcolm from Survivor oh, and Rule and oh, Earl what? who won Fiji. Oh so my gosh. It's three Survivor alumni and the guy from Naked and Afraid. Um and then uh Suri is going to be on it. <gasps> Oh, and like uh, Steph, who's on a couple of seasons as well, is also going to be on it. So, yeah, like it's it's a good chunk of Survivor people, but it starts it on out. August the 1st. I'll, I'll have to check it out. We'll um we'll put we'll put a link down below with some information on that. What you know, where it's airing and all that stuff. I believe it's on Paramount Plus. Right? Uh, it's on NBC, which threw me off because I was trying to find it on CBS initially, okay. um, but it's an NBC show. Okay. Mm. Well, we'll I'll link some information down below um to remind you guys about it, but um yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm actually now I'm a little bit excited to watch it because I was like at first I was like, eh, they're trying to be like Survivor." <laughs> that's kind of what I thought too, and then I was like, "Oh shit, people from Survivor are on it, including Malcolm. Yeah. I'll watch it." <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> I'll watch it for you. <laughs> Yep. So um, we're an hour in and we still haven't even talked about the episode. No, so, let's so let's get, get started. Yeah, let's get going. Because otherwise that. you're going to be pissed because we have I'm going to be pissed anyway. So, so just put that out there. <laughs> editing day. I'm, I'm always pissed on editing day. That's the trick, Cap. I'm always angry. <laughs> there's it's a big episode, but there's not a lot going on. Actually, you know what? Most of my notes were all in trivia, to be honest. Same. So uh, the intro, I really liked this week. It was with uh, Xavier standing out in front of the compound with his giant comforter wrapped around him. Uh, and then, you know, some thunder crash in the background. And he goes, the storm is brewing. 
And it looked very much like that picture I posted today. That was Doja Cat in a similar look. <laughs> we will we will put that somewhere, like on our IG or we'll, some. We'll you. load it to our IG. That that was actually pretty funny. So uh, obviously, we get the recap of what happened last week. Yeah. Um, blah 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 blah. You want to know what happened last week? Go listen to our episode or go watch the last episode. You'll find out. Yep. We get into the algorithm. Uh, obviously, like previous episodes, we're not going to name off every partner. It's just the ones that we found interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, my first one that I actually found really interesting was Kylan and Alyssa, just based on the fact that it's two big brother players paired well, together. And I just feel like anytime you have two of any same oh, yeah. shows, it's a bad look, right? Like you want that survivor big yeah. brother mix or something like that. Well, and I thought it was interesting because Alyssa, as mad as she is at Xavier, and I get, you know, why she's upset with Xavier, but. Kylan was also part of the cookout that fucking fooled you all season. So, like, I was curious to see how this yeah. relationship was going to develop, you know. So that um, was a good one. We a very rare moment in the first four episodes is we get uh, to see uh, Justine partnered with David and David gets a fucking confessional. It, uh, is that yeah, his like first confessional ever? Yeah. Like, I feel you like two points. He got one other one in like episode one, maybe two. Right. But other than his like intro confessional, I feel like that's his only like season confessional I've I think seen. The confessional that Tony's talking about is a short one. It's not like a long yeah. one. It's just like three words. Hey, that's I'm, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm from I'm David from Big Brother, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway. So stoked about that. Um, that was a cool one. The. Of course, we have to mention who Tyson's partnered with because that's Kayla. always important. Yes. And it's Kayla from Amazing Race, which I'm stoked about. They actually look yeah, kind of. He was stoked. They look like they could be related. I'm going to be honest. Like they have very <laughs> similar noses. Like they do. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if like they were cousins, you know, if they right? were, told me that. I know they're not just saying. And that's also like that's first off. They're both from my team. But then also, <laughs> if I'm going to have a day where Tyson and Kayla are paired together, you're damn right. I'm happy that it's on trivia day. Right. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other one that really kind of stuck out to me was um, Xavier and Shan. You know, you got the BB 23 winner and then Shan, who is known as a strategic mastermind that likes to backstab. So it's like, <laughs> fuck, this is a pretty good pairing. Let's see what happens. You yeah, know what I mean, exactly. Uh, did you guys have any that I didn't mention you want to talk about? Uh, no, those were the, thir- I wrote down, those were my three. You named my three uh, that I had written down. Dom and Angela. Oh, yes. That was, oh, I was forgot really to write that one down. That was interesting. Oh, Leo and Desi yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, Leo and, and Desi. Okay, so she was so wrong. pissed. <laughs> that was that not. So last week it was Enzo. Yes. Yeah. This week it was Leo. Was it, were those were her two. Yes. Right? Yes. Those yeah. were the two guys that she, like, what are the fucking chances? Those were the, the two guys. Algorithms, random productions over like, let's yeah. partner these two together. And that's going to be great. Yeah. that I literally feel yeah. like that. Like, oh my now, God. Also, like it didn't work out for them, but uh, Derek X and Sarah, that's a stellar pairing, like under yeah. other circumstances yes. because they really balance each other out. Well, it just was, it I came down to the questions, which it always does. It was the wrong week. This Sarah happens next see. week. Yeah. They win the daily. What? Pretty much whatever it is. Yeah. Sarah didn't seem very excited about that. One. <laughs> Sarah doesn't seem very excitable. I'm just going to be Sarah, honest. Sarah is like that perfect deadpan snark that 
I have come to love from Sarah, but uh, she is yeah. also she's I can see why people who don't watch Survivor don't quite know how to take her. Yeah. But yeah. because I've seen her seasons and I do really like Sarah, I'm really enjoying her this season because, again, much like Ben, she's getting a way better edit than she has done on Survivor as far as like bringing out her personality, like getting those like little one liners in and stuff like that. And even the conversation with her in cachet, like, yeah, you wouldn't necessarily see that type of conversation on her season of Survivor. Right, right. Yes. Well, and that's like how I feel about um, about Angela. Like, I know a lot of people are like a lot of fans are saying like she comes off like kind of cold and like emotionless. And like some people like don't like Angela for whatever reason. But like I watched her BB season. I watched live feeds. I've been following her for years. So like I see all those different sides of Angela. So I like I'm trying to like remember that not all these people watching USA saw all these people's original shows. So they might, again, not know how to take people. And like I can I can get where somebody might feel like Angela is like kind of like cold um, because she just she's just not with the bullshit. She's never been one of those girls. She doesn't deal with that. She's literally there to compete and do her shit and go home. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I definitely get where you're coming from though with, you yeah, know, and that's, with, that's why I like Angela as well. It's cause she's, she's like, she's a straight shooter. Yeah. Get in, get out, have a good day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it, I think it's cool as far as her evolution in her gameplay, because if you watched her in big brother, she was the one that got blood on her hands every fucking time. step of the way. Like yep. she was one that was like, I'll pull the trigger. I don't fucking care. Yeah. She, you know, she was and not now she's like, she's smart enough to say, yeah, no, that's a great idea. Go for it guys. Yeah. You know, you yeah. do it, you know? So I, it was interesting to see, <laughs> um, the next scene after we get the obligatory fucking 20 minute walkout uh, from the arena where they're <laughs> paired up, like going to a Sadie Hawkins dance, um, <laughs> Derek and Alyssa are sitting down at the compound eating some cup of noodles. Um, and of course, I think Nani wasn't there. Yeah, no shit. Cause it would have <laughs> been on the wall. Um, <laughs> I love you, Nani. Um, but they're sitting there talking. Of course, anytime Derek and Alyssa are around each other, they're talking about one thing and one thing only how they got screwed by the cookout. Cup of noodles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously cup of noodles, chicken flavor is the way to go. Just saying totes. Anyways, and it's, it's it's getting old. They're beating the same drum. I was partnered with Xavier, and we were best friends. And then he was part of an alliance that was historical and groundbreaking, and I feel double-crossed, and I want to get him out. And it's like they're basically going over the fact of how Xavier and Shan being partnered together, this might be the perfect time to take a shot at him if either one of them have an opportunity to. Um because, you know, Shan is obviously known as a very strategic player. And obviously, Xavier just won a whole bunch of money on Big Brother. So it's an easy fucking call. Like I said, not really too surprised. But at the same time, like it's Derek and Alyssa. They're they're probably not going to win anything. So, yeah, they are obsessed. Um, <laughs> which is funny because the very next part is X and Shan are talking now. And they're saying how they feel like they're each other's best insurance policy. Because oh one's God. Survivor and one's Big Brother. And it's like, are you, though? Are well, you? And X talks about he's like, you know, I'm past all that BB drama with Kylan and Alyssa and of Derek. Of course and all you that. are. Like, you are. But he hasn't realized. But that's the thing is it's like nobody's really given him a real a reason to feel like things, you know, like he's not like that. They don't feel the same way. Well, you no, know what exactly. I mean? Like so like everything, every conversation is confessional, not conversation. 
Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know anything about it because I don't watch Big Brother. And despite the fact that I tried for probably about an hour and a half the other night to find a way to get Big Brother 23 so I could watch it, mm-hmm. um, I still can't to the oh. point where it actually shows up on Amazon Prime as an option. And I bought Stack TV for a month to on Prime Day so that I could try to access it. And I only have access to 24 and I'm not watching that. So no. Wow. I am still trying to find access to 23. <laughs> so if anybody out there listening knows how to, I can access season 23, please let us know so that in I can. Canada. Um, <laughs> Remember yes, he's in, in Canada, Canada guys. <laughs> Cause it's not on any of the streaming services that you all have access to. Cause I don't uh. have that sort of access to it. But yeah, like I don't know the backstory or anything like that from what I've from what I've heard. I don't know. I don't know if the fallout would have been the same if he if that whole situation would have transpired with the exact same people on the on Survivor. Mm-hmm. Just be like because of the duality of the like the two shows and like the way that the way that people leave Survivor. Um, and I could be completely wrong and it could have gone down the exact same way. but if everything plays out exactly the same on a different show. I don't know if that animosity is there in the same way, but again, I honestly don't know anything about how it all went down. And I'm sure that that's like a a whole conversation for another time, but nope, nope. We're having that conversation. Rick's going to explain it right now. (laughs) I can already feel it. No, but I saw Tony. uh, That was rude to me. I saw Tony getting ready to start talking. As I said that what you were going to close out your thought with something Were you not, I I was just going to move on. So, Oh, okay. Here real quick. Basically what happened? Uh, there were uh, six uh, black people that were on Big Brother, Big Brother 23. They formed the cookout and Tiffany came up with the idea. I don't know if she came up with it on her own or with someone else is that each person in the cookout would make a partner like a ride or die alliance with someone else in the house. And okay. that way it would keep them from being viewed as a giant alliance. So Xavier and Alyssa, Alyssa were, were, their- were their two main ones. Derek X and this girl Shada, who's not on this, the Challenge USA season. Hannah they, Shada, yeah. Yeah, Hannah Shada. They were ride or dies. Mm-hmm. Tiffany's was Claire, who's actually Derek X's girlfriend mm-hmm. um, that they met on the season. And what they did instead is they brought these 12 down, brought down to 12. So everybody had their alliance, basically. And then each one of their alliance members would get kicked off by someone else in the cookout. Is they would put the cookout member and their alliance member up on the on the block so that they had the numbers to vote out the alliance member instead of the cookout member. And then all the cookout members just kept staying. So by the time they got to final six, it was only the cookout left and they had accomplished their goal and they blindsided and backstabbed all their you know ride or dies in the game you know but i mean and so people Alyssa and derek x particularly took it very personally sure you know and then there were other people like claire and a couple of the other partners who understood that it was they were trying to accomplish something bigger and understood and you know just kind of let it go it was gameplay it wasn't you know but Clearly, Alyssa did not. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of the gist behind it. Cool. Uh, I, it I, was a genius plan. It really was. I just look at it this way is 
the fact that, you know, maybe because playing competitive sports, you get used to fucking losing sometimes again, your ass kicked and it doesn't yeah. always feel fair, but you're able to look past that as it's just a fucking game. Yeah. And yes, there is money online, but it's money that you would have never had any other way. Right. So if you lose right. it, it's no shame. It's not like you lost money. You just didn't win it. You just didn't win this money. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's very similar <laughs> to how certain people just didn't win trivia. And that was what oh today's god. daily was. Yes. Uh, oh my god. And uh so anyways it pulls up uh they they walk up for the daily, get on the risers to, you know, make the camera shot look nice and um TJ's just, just fucking laughing and smirking <laughs> and everybody's like looking They're around so like They're so confused like they don't know why he's laughing and that was the that he made it even funnier because it's like these people don't even fucking know what they're about to get into. This episode missed Tiffany because Tiffany had a great line when she saw TJ laughing, which is TJ always thinks some shit's funny and anything TJ says that's funny. I don't think is funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, yep. you know, and I know she's watched previous seasons before, so she probably knew would have known what it was. But um, so basically uh, explanation of this is it's obviously trivia. They're going to be uh, harnessed in 250 feet uh, uh, up in the air on the side of a building. Um, there'll be four people at a time or four pairs at a time going. Mm -hmm. They will all get asked a group question. And we'll have to go through one by one. If you answer incorrectly, you're it's done. like what they did on what was that? All Stars 2. I think I, it was. I forget, they, but think it so, was yeah. like All Stars 2. Yeah. Or it might have been All Stars 3, but it was one of those two. But anyway. Anyways, so they end up. And it's just straight trivia. It's just straight trivia. Get it right. Good. Get it wrong. Bye. Like no throwing your fucking X's on people. No, like none of that shit. And I love it. What ends up happening is the first person to answer incorrectly will go to a loser's bracket against two other teams, I believe, or three yeah, other there's, teams. There's three. In the um, and then whoever is the last one standing from each of their individual rounds will go into a winner's bracket to determine who the winner is. The name of this one is falling off the knowledge. The falling, no ledge. Uh, falling off the no ledge. Very clever, <laughs> TJ. Um, he said he didn't write it. <laughs> I believe that, honestly. I do, too. <laughs> he straight was like, I didn't write that, guys. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest. That was a great quote, but my favorite <laughs> quote of the night came pretty early, and it was from Enzo saying, there's going to be some doo-doo pies falling. <laughs> I did. I got that. That was yeah, fucking hilarious. Anytime someone's called a doo-doo, you get quote of the night. Well, and then we get the we get a, an amazing, another amazing appearance from you know our invisible cast member, Kiki. <laughs> Kiki's got more confessionals than Dude, half the fucking team. I love She's it. At five. Kiki counter is at five right now. But I thought that was hilarious. He was like, he was like, tell, you know, told her like he loved her or whatever. And he's like, and if anything happens, if I die, you can have everything. It's all yours. I was like, oh my God. Like, they're so cute though. I, I like it. I think it's funny. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I hope it, I hope it carries out through the rest of the season, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of funny because on the very next part is where they get asked a question and, Danny's up there with his partner Kyra oh Kira and the question going around the group is um, name all the countries where Spanish is the main language spoken and they go through and you know Sp Spain Mexico you know yeah, Argentina you know and they keep going anyways they get to Danny and Kira and <laughs> he goes Brazil 
which is incorrect because and Kira the- immediately mm-hmm. just starts shaking her head. She's like, nope. Okay. We're falling. <laughs> I don't know if Kira really knew that or she just read TJ's face yeah. of laughter uh, as way, he answered yeah. it. But unfortunately, <laughs> Brazil speaks Portuguese as their main tongue. Yes. Um, so they got it incorrect and TJ gets to laugh his ass off as he slams a button and they drop 250 feet. Oh my God. Cinco though. Yeah. His but face. Cinco's face made the whole episode. He it really was did. Ter- he looked so terrified watching them fall through that floor. You know oh what I scared laugh? Yeah. yeah. I think what really got him, though, was the sound of the rope going down because it yeah. was loud. It was yeah. all the way down. And he even You're said welcome that. for the sound effects. <laughs> he so. was like, dude, like, oh, my God, that was so great. Well, and then like TJ's laughing or whatever, and Cinco yells back at him, and he's like, "I bet that's real funny." While you're standing on solid ground, <laughs> and TJ starts busting up even more. I'm like, "Dude, oh, this so is good. great! I love trivia." I really liked the Cinco and Shannon pairing. They were great yeah. together, I too. and oh, I yeah. wish I wish that it was I wish that it was a challenge that isn't actually even a challenge because I wish that there was a challenge where they just interacted more. Yes, I want more of Shannon. Dude, she's funny. She's like bubbly and crazy, and I want more of her. And I'm hoping that we get more of her as people go out, and she doesn't go out next. To me, that is the biggest downside of having a, a cast full of rookies is you yep. don't get as much time to get to know the newer cast members, right? Yeah, like the ones the, that you don't know. Yeah, because exactly. we don't watch like Love Island, you know. So, ugh. but uh, <laughs> another great line was uh, cachet uh, with. People are having brunch right now, and we're doing this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, "Fuck yeah, you are!" They're like right up above everybody, like down below, like screaming their heads off. <laughs> Cache is another one that's like one of my like fast favorites. Yeah, yes. I agree. I do like her. I a lot. love her fucking takes. Uh, her yeah. confessionals are really good, and then her if, little one-liners. I love it. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, she's a really cool fucking follow. Like, oh, yeah, um, I've you you told me to follow her and she actually like she's super like, how do I want to put that? She it's she understands the concept and how to play the game much more than what is shown on TV. Yes. And yep. you hear it when she explains it. And it's it's really cool. And like you said, becoming a fast favorite. Yeah. I did find it. I did. The one that I liked a lot was when um, X and Shan fell. I'm not sure exactly what they're. Oh, it was the the it was the money one. Right. They were doing the most traded currencies, you know, or whatever. Um, They fall. And then TJ just starts laughing again, you know, and then he's like, see, I just push a button and boom. (laughs) And I'm like. TJ you're, had so much fun. He had so much fun he with was, this. Like you're so cute. Uh, and his, he was at his most maniacal. He was. <laughs> yes. he, he he because he's never these are this is all new for him too. You know what I mean? Like all these people working with all these people, he's never met or worked with any of these people before. Yeah. So like he gets to now yeah. laugh at new people and like, you know, create those bonds and those, those like challenge memories. And it's just so cool. And you know what? Real quick before we move on, shout out to TJ's orange puffy jacket. All you fucking haters leave TJ alone. Okay. He can wear whatever the hell he wants. You know, okay? where, you know where they got that at? Where? TJ Maxx. <laughs> I don't I don't care where they got it. Sorry. I don't care nothing. Leave TJ alone. Leave his jacket alone. That man could wear a fucking paper bag and he would look amazing, okay? Leave Brittany alone. Just leave him alone. Um nobody puts TJ in the corner. Speaking of fast favorites, anytime Leo's on screen talking about a cat, I really fucking enjoy it because oh I laugh God. a lot on the inside. Like his cat obsession is real and you know, it's real because other cast members are calling his ass out on that shit. 
Like Wait. I have three cats and one of them is actively on the podcast. Yes. And <laughs> I am not as involved. Oh my God. It's crazy. Really? <laughs> if we ever have them on unplugged, we have to just let Ivan and Jenga host. It. Yes, we have. Duh. Yeah. And let them. That have, is yeah. one. That is one unplugged that I will not close the door on Jenga. And for. let Jenga come yeah. in. Oh, it'll Agreed. be great. Can, can we talk about this really quick, though? Because I am I, I, I'm very confused. Um, why does why does Dom think that fish aren't animals? Here's the thing. I wrote this down because I found it <laughs> hilarious. Do you know what the first thing that they said on that back and forth was when they were trying to see like they said 10 heaviest animals? Yeah. They say whale first. Yeah. Dom says nothing. Technically, Goes a back and a forth. Mammal. But then we like still and then we go back to like great white shark and then he has an issue with it. Yeah. He's yeah. like fish aren't animals. I'm like. What, what are yeah, they fish then? Fish are friends, not food. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and um, I love Dom. No shade to him at all. Oh, but yeah. I was I was so confused in this moment. I was like, yeah. what do you mean they're not? Unfortunately, Dom, Dom was incorrect because fish do file <laughs> fall into the animal section. I fucking wish. I mean, they're not it. mammals, if that's what he yeah, maybe that's what he was thinking. I want to know how many people know. Wikipedia that after watching if, that if scene. Fish were animals. Like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> and then they go on. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh it God. happened. It happened. Oh, yeah. Google that shit because we did. Fisher definitely. Animals. Dom better get a nickel for every single hit that our oh shark, our fish animals got on Google. <laughs> really, Dom should fucking donate twenty five bucks to Wikipedia right now. So, actually, my favorite thing about that whole thing is when they had his confessional and then he said, "I don't care. I've got bigger fish to fry." <laughs> I died. Yeah, because like- that is prime dad joke. You, I love you it. You know which one really got me was Leo and uh, him calling uh, TJ Doctor Evil, and TJ just oh nodding God. with that evil <laughs> smirk. I was like, "Fuck <laughs> yeah, bro!" <laughs> oh, dude, my favorite one though. I think my probably my favorite part of this was um, I I don't remember what question they lost on, but it was Derek and oh, it was Derek and Sarah on the Catwoman one, and they didn't know what to say, so they said Scarlett Johansson, and TJ just kind of looks at them and he goes. Man, that's a great answer. And then he drops him and he's like, see you later. <laughs> like, didn't even tell him he got it wrong. And I love when he does that because he was like, he like tricks him into it. I love it. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, all right. So my I, I take back my previous statement. My favorite was um, when TJ had them going through the presidents. <gasps> no, oh, my God. And someone said Garfield. It was Tyson. Yeah, was it Tyson that said Garfield? And he goes, TJ goes, the cat? Like the cat? And then I don't know if it was, I, I think it was Leo. It could have been someone else, but you hear the audio and they go, meow. And then he fucking hits the button. It was so I'm, good. I'm going to pin it on Enzo. I don't think it was Leo. I don't know. I don't know. It could have been Enzo. You know what? It's Team Meow Meow. I'm, what up? I'm, I'm pinning on go. Team Meow Meow. Yeah. yeah. I'm pinning it on Team, team Meow now, Meow for that one. The follow up to that was the, uh, the zodiac signs yes. whoever said leo and tj goes well that's a name but okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yo i'm kind of upset because not oh, one person God. named capricorn just just saying yeah yeah angela and uh dom kind of fucked that was that angela no. and dom on that one that dropped on that one uh, i think yeah, it was they said yeah. pisces and then the other twice yeah, yeah. now isn't pisces the one that's two isn't it two fish Yes. Technically, yes. you should be able to say it twice. I mean, <laughs> right? It's like Gemini, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what is is weird? And I'm just putting this together. There was like kind of an astrological theme kind of going through. And we'll talk about that in the elimination. But go ahead, Tony. 
I was going to say the other one that was actually impressive was states that start with N. Yeah. How rapid fire that was. Now, first off, again, Canadian would have been out immediately because (laughs) I don't know. But Nevada just to like to watch it go that quickly. And it could be editing or it could not be. But TJ, like the way that TJ was talking about it seemed to be that they were just like rifling those off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did you guys have any other like highlights you wanted to talk about? Otherwise, I'm going to get into like the winner's yeah, bracket. And yeah, losers let's, bracket. Lose, let's move into the losers. What about and the winners? Pittsburgh Penguins? Oh, Danny that pulled in, that one out. That was in the losers round. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Danny fucking pulled that one. So anyways, guys, sorry. Uh, losers round is Sarah, Derek, Danny, Kira, and David and Justine. Not the three teams I expected to be down there, just no. to be honest. No. First one who drops out of this is straight to elimination. Yeah. So, yeah, they asked hockey teams was the first one, wasn't it? And yeah. they were going back and forth. And hockey teams that have what? They've won the, won the Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup. Yeah. And it wasn't over any time period. It was just won ever. the Stanley Cup yeah. ever. So you can... Literally, you could probably just fucking say whatever team name you could think of, and you're you're probably fairly accurate because there's a lot of parody in the NHL. Um, but with that being said, they go through. You get the Rangers. Uh, I believe what was the, the other Chicago one? The Rangers. Black the Blackhawks is what Sarah said. Surprised that nobody said the D- Detroit Red Wings. I think they're called hockey hockey town or some shit like that. I don't know. Title town, title town, because they won so many titles for mm, anyways. Gotcha. Um, but it gets to Danny and Danny goes, uh, <laughs> TJ's like, you literally have a professional athlete on your team. He's like, I don't know shit about hockey. Okay. Like, <laughs> but the fact that he threw out Pittsburgh was smart because it's a Northern town yep. and Pittsburgh is known for winning at pretty much everything. Uh, yeah. Um, and the fact that he's smart enough to know that most teams have a mascot that, first letter starts with the same first letter of their town and went with penguin and like, stuttered it out. Yeah. Like where did that even fucking come from? Like he literally just pulled that out of thin air. Well, he went through it. No, he went, well, there's a Pittsburgh pirates penguin. I know, but I'm just saying like he literally pulled that out of fucking thin air. He had no idea what he was talking about Fuck, maybe, and happened to get it right. Maybe Wayne Gretzky and him have high mind. Who fucking knows? <laughs> um, but it was impressive nonetheless. Unfortunately, uh, right after that, David and Justine fall and yeah. they are the first ones to fall. So they're Sandra automatically Bullock. going into elimination. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. That was great. Um, Danny so, does the com- the Kamehameha. <laughs> did you guys did you guys notice a part though after he, he named one of the answers right and he went to give Justine a high five and she just completely fucking yep. ignored him and left I him. She, oh, left no, him I didn't. she left him hanging and then they both fell. <laughs> it was so rough. <laughs> it was so fucking rough. Now, like that. I will say, like I will say though, he wasn't far off because TJ said ten years, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that would be so he was two years off because she won for the blind side. Right. Honestly, I that is the one I would have done horrible about. I would need you to say name movies that have won best picture ever. And then I can do it. But the simple fact of like the last 10 years, it's like, oh, yeah, I can't see. I would have just run through like (laughs) Olivia Coleman, Francis McDormand, like those ones right off the top because they're obscure enough. Like as far as people who unless somebody like really knows movies, you're not necessarily going to be able to pull Francis McDormand or Olivia Coleman right off. But they got like Kate Blanchett and people like that. Right, right. But yeah, that's Jenga, by the way. That's not. (laughs) 
No, it's fine. It's she I, keeps I, running into a plastic bag and then out of the plastic bag oh and down God. the hallway. She's so, having way too much fun. Well, yeah. you know what? Who's getting animated and put on the fucking cover with us? I've been saying that for a while now. We need to animate Jenga and put her send on the cover. A, It'd be send me like a, a, a really good photo of her. Like, not where she's hidden by a box or something. Okay, like <laughs> where she's That'd be a picture like of a box. Yeah, that's true. Oh, the other thing I noticed after Danny got that fucking question right and they end up winning the losers round, he does a fucking Dragon Ball Z Kamiyami. What am I fucking chopped liver over here? I said that like five minutes ago. It doesn't matter. I'm saying it a fucking again because <laughs> that, that's my it's Brucey's time to shine. It's Bru- Brucey shines all the time. See, that's that's when I sent you guys the message in chat and I was like, there's a moment that just happened. This was like because I watch it Wednesday nights and you guys wasn't are sure. different time zone. We weren't sure if that was the part you were talking about. Like we got through the episode and then I was like, wait, which part was he? Ta- what, what was it? The 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 Dragon Ball Z thing that he was talking about that we would like Danny more or like what, yeah. what part was he referring Definitely to? Dragon Ball so, Z. Yeah, that's funny. That was awesome. I loved it. So, Danny, shout out to you, sir. Um, you have earned even more of a fan, even though you're already on my fantasy team. You're moving up to the rank of captain on now said you have, fantasy team. Now you have to come on and talk about Dragon Ball Z with us. Matter of fact, you're changing your uniform. You're not watching, wearing the challenge gear. I'm switching you into Goku's outfit. <laughs> so, Yeah, winner's round. Winner's round, honestly, I don't remember much from, so I will let you kind of... You want to name the names, though, because I didn't write those down. I didn't write them down either. Okay. I know one person that was in it. I know two. Well, I know mm. Kylan and Angela were in it. Alyssa and... No, Kylan and Alyssa. Kylan and Alyssa. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Kylan and Alyssa were in it. Angela and Dom. Dom. And then... I don't know. But anyway... <laughs> um, so Kyland and Angela go like back and forth naming off the Zodiac signs. And so, yeah, I guess we talked about the Zodiac signs a little early, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so Kyland and Angela are like, like just pop, 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 pop. Like just going back and forth, naming them all off. And then it comes back to Angela. And like we said earlier, she said Pisces, um, which had already been said. So unfortunately, her and uh, her and Dom take the fall. Um, I can't remember the third team that was up there with them, but they had already fallen. So Kylan and Angela win. And then Kylan and Alyssa win. Yes. Sorry. Fuck. Kylan and Alyssa win this and they're uh, the winners for the daily. But but I thought it was fucking hilarious at the end when like they had won or whatever. And TJ was like, "Okay, time to fall. And he goes and like acts like he's going to drop them anyway. And Alyssa's like, no, 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 no. Like freaking out. (laughs) That was was pretty fucking. Wasn't it Ben and Aza? Because they got out on Easter. Yes, you're right. Boom. It was Ben and Oz. That's that an was info. A, that was the other Back three. in the game. Yeah. Not just because <laughs> I wasn't listening to anything you guys just said and sat here staring off into space until I could put it back together. Acceptable. <laughs> You've earned the nickname Stats and Info. And even though I didn't introduce us in the beginning, I will do it on the outro. Oh, my gosh. Um, um, you know what part else I really liked in this? Hmm. Was that part where we took a quick break and went to our ad for Anchor? I remember that. Fucking guy. All right. We'll meet back. Okay. (laughs) Tell me about how good Kylan and fucking Angela did again this week. They fucking won. Last week? (laughs) No, this week. Fuck. 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 I love you guys. I'm going now. Okay, bye. Let's go.
Guys, thank you for staying tuned through the quick ad break. Um, now that you're back, we just wrapped up talking about the daily. Let's go ahead and get into what was next, which was a little bit of house time and deliberation. What's up? Sorry, one last thing. I actually, I forgot. I didn't get a chance to mention this right before we went to the ad, but I just wanted to point this out is that right after the daily and um, Kylan and Alyssa were named the winners, Shan had a confessional where she was like, oh, man, I feel so safe because like X and Alyssa are so close and like whatever, you know what I mean? And so I just wanted to mention that one more time that they are feeling so safe and so secure in this relationship with (laughs) Kylan and Alyssa being in charge. It's funny because the very next scene is Kyla and Alyssa talking and, and X, yeah, and and talking with X and are using Big Brother as a reason that they might put him in there because what he did, yeah, you and, know, yeah, it was just well, and he even tells you know, I, no, I can't remember if he tells them or if he just says this in the confessional, but he's like, if you want to send me in for something that happened on BV, then like that's fine, but if I come back, I'm coming for both of you. Like he actually said that to them. Yeah. I, and as soon as I started saying it, I was like, actually, yeah, he did say that straight to them. He was like, I'm coming for both of you. And there will be no like going back from this if this is the decision you guys decide to make. And he, they also end up talking to Angela about it. And of course, Angela is going to be game for it because you're getting rid of two strong competitors right away. Yeah. And she's like, you know, if they want to go ahead and get blood on their hands. That's on them. You know, and it's a smart fucking move. My favorite one was when they taught when Tyson went and talked to him and they, you know, told him they were like, we're thinking about like X and Shan and it like cuts to his confessional. And he's like, are are you guys playing for me right now? Like Big Brother is literally eating itself. And that's great for me. (laughs) He's just like riding this way. They talked to him. Yeah. Like they brought it. Honestly, I think that Tyson is kind of like, I don't think it's being shown in his edit, but I think he's kind of like. Almost like the head of the house, right? Where like everybody kind of looks at him as like the, um, I don't want to say like the enforcer or anything like that, but it's like you want to keep Tyson in the loop because you want him on your side because he's like one of the top performing and best competitors on the show right now. Honestly, it's him and Sarah is what I'm seeing. Yeah, but I'm just saying as far as like for the males, right? Aside from Kylan, like nobody else has been performing the way that, that Tyson has. So I think it has to do with that. Like they're just trying to keep him in their circle so that they're, you know, they have him on their side and it's smart. It is. It seems like there's a hierarchy. It seems that it's Tyson and Angela at the top. Yes. And then it seems that Kayla, probably James initially, but now Kayla sort of represents um, the amazing race. And then you've got Kylan that sort of oversees the like big brother crew. And I don't mean overseas as in tells them what to do, but I mean like he's sort of the figurehead for the big brother crew. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that Sarah is sort of the figurehead for survivor. But then you do still have like Angela and Tyson at the top who are um obviously like both big brother and survivor respectively, but they're not necessarily like f- firmly linked to their respective seasons as much as like Sarah, Kayla or sorry, respective shows as Sarah, Kayla, and uh, Kyland are. And I don't really know who would necessarily be that Love Island person, other than possibly, like, that's actually, the funny thing is, is with Love Island, 
it's almost like there are too many possibilities because it could be Justine. It could be Cache, It could be Kira. Like there's several that it could be. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's Justine. Just the way she I think fit so, yeah. in yeah. with Tyson so quick and the way she's playing the game. And she performs really well yeah, too. Like I, every, yeah. every challenge she, she performs is, well. She is like this season's Barbie beast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a perfect explanation. Yeah. I love that. You know what? I'm making that happen. I'm going to do a fucking <laughs> uh, some type of morph where it goes from Jenna to Justine. Yeah, I real love quick. it. Well, and, and speaking of them, they sit down with Kylan and Alyssa as well. Yeah. And they bring up mm. like David brings up Shannon and Cinco. But Justine is like, you know, she doesn't want to go against Cinco because he's, you know, he's Either Love Island. Cinco. And, yeah. Cinco and and, and Shannon. Shannon. Yeah. yeah, but she specifically yeah. said she doesn't want to go against Cinco. And I think it's because she has a, a tighter connection and alliance with him than she yeah. does with Shannon. But Kylan and them obviously bring up X and Shan and, you know, Justine is open. But what I noticed and it could obviously be the edit, but David didn't say anything. Dude, I have it in my notes right here. David is in the fucking, you know, the meeting of winners and losers and gets zero fucking airtime. Like, but what I, the fuck? But, but, ah, man, yeah, it, this is going to play in later because I think there's a reason that David was so fucking quiet in this moment. Because we found out some stuff on our exit interview which we'll get into once we get into the elimination. So, yeah. Um, anyway. So, yeah. And, you know, they have this conversation. It's all all fingers are pointing to they're going to Xavier and Shan as the choice. Yeah. And Angela is um, telling uh, Kylan and Alyssa that when it comes down to it, put it on Shan. Don't put it on Xavier. Put it on the fact that she's sneaky. She's from Survivor. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Instead. And, and it's a good way to try to keep your show together. And it's a smart move. And it kind of shows why Angela is that figurehead in the house. I don't think it's as clear cut as it is with Tyson being right. the real figurehead on the male side. I think there is a little bit of a battle between Angela and Sarah that we're not really seeing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it shows her strategy and how well she sees the layout of this game as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I will just say like in relation to like the hierarchy that I mentioned earlier, that's all in relation to the edit too. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, it could be that there's a completely level playing field and it's just a matter of the only thing that we're seeing is cause keep in mind, like it's what it's like three days over 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, like they could potentially have talked to everybody. We just only see them talking to the main people that the show is deciding to show us. I don't and, know. And but. I feel like that is actually really more of a possibility because we saw yeah. a little bit more of that yeah. in previous episodes when mm-hmm. there was a blind side coming yeah. or something to that effect. Like they kind of pulled the house on who do you want to see kind yeah. of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, if, for example, what happened with Tiffany and what was that episode two? Right. Yeah. So, uh, that pretty much wraps up what happens in the house. Um, they get to, uh, the arena. God, I love the way they name the elimination it. pit, the arena. arena. It's so simple. Yet it's so, simple, but, but it's just it's badass. Like, yeah, it's glorious. Yeah. We're going to the arena like, by Zeus's uh, beard. I fucking love it. Uh, yeah. Little Will Ferrell <laughs> shot out there. Um, so the, they show up and TJ obviously announces, you know, um, the last place, David, David and, and Justine. Justine to come down to the arena and then, uh, ask, um, um, 
got Kyland and Alyssa, who they've decided to go with, and that's when they announced that they've decided that they're going to choose Shan. Well, and, and Derek was Derek was telling Alyssa as they were walking into the arena, he was like, "Dude, don't do it! Like, don't do it!" Because he he saw what the elimination was. Yeah, and he um, got scared. And I think, <laughs> I think he was probably right. And I'll get into that here in a minute. But they end up calling you know Shan and Xavier in. And fucking Shannon, I, I forget if it's in her confessional or in her, if she actually did it out loud, um, calls Alyssa a little weasel. And it's like, wow. It was in her confessional. It was in that was yeah, I was like, wow, like she's taking some like I get it. But like, that's kind of like a cheap shot, especially for the way games have been played recently and how people talk about one another. Oh, yeah. So X is confessional, though. I like oh, that one God, where he yeah. was like, he was like, are you guys even playing to win or are you just playing to get even? Because that's where we differ. I play to win games. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Well, I mean, he I mean, wrong. He, he called him on it, you know, yeah. and that's exactly what this is. It's a, it's a revenge move. It's not, in my opinion, it was not the smartest move that they could have made. It's a bad move. Look, yeah. it's going to bite them in the ass because me and you've already talked about this. And mm-hmm. I think we've talked to you about it as well, Tony, but it's literally such a short-sighted move because you're so early in the game that now everybody on your season or your show big brother and even people on survivor and love island and the two remaining from amazing race are going to go wow they're not fucking loyal to their own castmates that they're supposed to be loyal to and that's how everything's working here how are we going to fucking work with them yep you know so it's i think it's a i i don't think it was a right move at the right it was the right move wrong time well and even even if like it you know, was even if it's not like everybody's looking at it like, oh, my God, they're you know, they betrayed their cast or whatever. At some point in the game, it's going to get to a, a point where, you know, people are going to need any excuse to throw somebody in because it's going to all the easy people to vote out are eventually going to be gone. You know what I mean? And so it's going to get to a point where you you're going to be looking for any excuse to send somebody in. And this is a perfect excuse to send in like a Kyland or an Alyssa depend, you know, down the road because it's easy to be like, Oh, well you betrayed your original show. You were the first one to flip off of what the game layout has been thus far. So bye, you know? So I don't know. I, I think it's definitely going to bite them in the ass. It was definitely a revenge move. Oh yeah. Well, hundred percent revenge. It- it is the I will give sort of like the devil's advocate side of things. Um, everybody else in the house low key rubber stamped it. So if everybody else in the house was for it, but didn't want to make the move themselves, then the fact that Xavier and Shan are gone, who are two strong competitors and nobody else had to do anything about it other than David and Justine then I don't necessarily know how big the fallout's going to be because really like everybody sort of co-signed it yeah. without getting too far into it. Now that's not to say that they're not going to say later, well, you did that. And exactly like Rick said, like where they say you weren't loyal to him or how to Shan, what's to say that you're going to be loyal to me. But by the same token, if they're all saying like it was a necessary move because the, the other thing for me and like the only reason that and I do agree, like it's it wasn't done at the right time, but because of the algorithm and because of how teams change every week, I don't know 
if you get that shot again, right? where you've got two people who are willing to put Xavier in when he's got a strong competitor with him that you can take two people out at the same time. And I mean, the, the only thing, and like, I don't say this as a, as a slight to either Justine or to David, but I would think that the moment that you put someone like Xavier in is when you have a sure hundred percent shot of him walking out the door, right? which they didn't have. That was the component of that equation that they did not have was it was really going to be a coin flip as to like how that, like you can see the elimination, but depending on what it actually is, that's what's going to depend on whether or not the other team is going to win or Xavier is going to win. Yeah. And Shan. I agree. And, and, you know, and just kind of the, the opposite of that um, is, and and we've talked about this before, right? I I think we talked about it with the, the James, Kayla and Leo thing where, you know, I was like, Oh my God, Kayla and James were like the bestest of friends. And then Leo goes and tells her this. And she's like, you know, we talked about, you know, how sometimes you just like say, as long as it's not you, you say whatever the hell, you know? And so kind of going back to the Angela thing, like she co-signed this and put her stamp on it. But she also said in her confessional, she's like, hey, if they want to get this blood on them and be the first ones to go after their own show, let them because then they're going to look like a wild card to the rest of the house. You know, so it's yeah. like, I, yes, everybody kind of co-signed it and put their stamp on it. But I don't necessarily know if that was like truly co-signing it or just glad it wasn't them and not wanting to stir the pot with the winners and potentially get themselves thrown in instead. So yeah. like, you know, that's kind of like where I'm like, you know, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of it plays out and how the rest of the house perceives this move as time goes on. I last thing I'll say about this, and I'm going to reference episode two again with Tiffany. It's not like the house came up and said, we want Tiffany to go in. Right. It was more or less like, I'm going to throw these. I'm thinking about throwing these two people in. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, it's I'm not, not like my name. Yeah, so. I'm not going to say because because <laughs> <Sure. laughs> if your number one is going to try to throw you in in Alyssa, like, what am I going to say? Yeah. Like, that'd be like if me and Karina and you and Sarah were in a competition and you came up to me and you're like, I'm thinking about throwing Sarah and I'm like, all right, bro, that's that's your call. <laughs> that's on you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but no, I mean, I definitely see both sides of it, though. Yeah, I'm, it I'm could excited. go either way. You know, I'm and, excited to see how it plays out. And it's an edit, like we said. Yeah. We're yep. seeing the edit. And we don't know exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, this elimination is called Smash In Puzzle Out. Dumb it, name. Yeah. Well, you know what can you really call it? We've Basically, seen worse. Yeah. It's true. that's fucking absolutely true. No ledge. Um. <laughs> <laughs> bingo um so there's about i don't know how many panes of glass maybe four or five panes of glass that you yeah, have to alternate say, yeah. smashing through and then you have to climb through this little tunnel and then you have to smash through some more glass panes and then you have to s- crawl through a little bit more of a tunnel grab a puzzle piece and then crawl all the way back out yeah and you have to alternate well not alternate but you and your partner have to go keep going back and forth grabbing one puzzle at a time and there's i think nine total pieces i believe is what they said maybe like i don't that. i don't Some, know. it was it i was, don't even know if they said it's just a it's just a puzzle you have to yeah. put together you have to make the image yeah anyways it's not a huge number of puzzle pieces 14 uh, is in my head and i don't know why it, that could very well be it yeah. but the caveat to this is is you have to alternate and if you don't alternate you're going breaking to breaking the paints alternate breaking the panes of glass and if you don't you will receive a 
10 seconds? It's five seconds for Perfect. each yeah. for each pain that you did not, you know, that you broke that your partner was supposed to. So <laughs> how do I want to put this? Uh, Xavier came up with the strategy that he's just going to fucking go Super Saiyan through all the panes of glass <laughs> and Shan's he not even going to get a shot. And yeah, he cleared that first one with one punch, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was like three pains yeah. and he just popped. Like right just knocked it. it right through and basically did that for the second one. Um, so he's going to take that huge penalty with the thought that he's going to get further ahead to solve the puzzle before the other team. will. but the thing is, is like David and Justine were, were doing it the right way. They were switching off paints and they really weren't that far behind um, X and Shan. Like they were maybe like five to 10, 10 seconds behind him. So it's like you really didn't save that much time breaking the rules so- like that. The, so Shan and Xavier finished 20 seconds before yeah. uh, David and Justine, because the only reason I know that is because when David and Justine's 10 second penalty started, there was 30 seconds left on the clock for uh, Xavier and Shan, and they had 50 seconds total. Right, exactly. Yeah. But here's the thing is, it's yeah, like Tony said, 50 second penalty for X and Shan. And you have to serve for David and Justine. You have to serve that puzzle. You have to serve the time before you start the puzzle. You have yeah. to get all the puzzle pieces and everything out. And then you have to stand there but, before you start the puzzle and serve your penalty. Honestly, time. I think it's almost a bit of an advantage. Yes. Because with that penalty you, and maybe not a 30 second penalty is what it turned or a 20 second penalty is what it turned out to be for the it was difference. 50, 50 seconds total but it yeah, but, was x and shan and then um so david and justine were only david and yeah they were only 10 seconds so but, it was 40 seconds more yeah but that 40 seconds wasn't really a, a theme because x and shan were already uh finished so by time david and justine started the they puzzle had to stand they there only, for 30 seconds yeah. after justine and, yeah. and david started their thing so they got to watch them start the puzzle if, for 30 seconds if they would have had like a 15 second delay kind of difference right where they had to sit there and watch them for 15 seconds i think we're having a very different conversation about who goes home because they put that puzzle together they caught up really fucking quick on that puzzle and give them another three or four seconds and they're done yeah i think opinion. they were only like two pieces off like they yeah. needed two pieces switched. Yeah, they said they had an in the exit interview. They said they had an issue with the middle piece that was throwing yeah. them off. Yeah. But what would have been like? I don't know if they were able to do this, but what would have been smart to do? And in the moment, I don't know that you'd even necessarily think about it. But so Shan and David each respectively had to go back in for the last piece while Justine and Xavier were waiting outside. Mm-hmm. During that time, if possible, what would have made a lot of sense was to flip all of the puzzle pieces face up. So that they could spend that 30 seconds looking at it and trying to figure out how it worked so Mm. that when they actually had the time, they could just like slam it in. But I don't know if once they dropped it, they weren't allowed to touch it again or what the the rules were that we didn't get. Um, But that was what I was thinking. That's a that's a good point. Like flip them before your penalty Mm -hmm. time starts, because I'm sure once your penalty starts, you're not allowed to touch the pieces. But yeah. before that, yeah, X could have could have or even while you're dropping the puzzle pieces down, drop them face up. You yeah. Know? And, and yeah. they said that the corners were pretty distinguishable. So you could at yeah. least do it like you would do a puzzle, a jigsaw puzzle yeah. where you put corners, the corners in edges and fill in the middle. You know, it, it, and that's the thing is it's it's tough to think of that in the, the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. But 
yeah, could have really made the difference. Dude, um, Alyssa was panicking watching yeah, this, though. Like, I, she looked so fucking Well, nervous. Shan, she knew Shan comes back in that house. Xavier comes back in that house. It's She's fucking fucked. World War III. And then we're having a very different conversation in episode five instead of this kind <laughs> yeah. of like, oh, we're all on the same show and we're working together. They, it could have created a that lot of chaos. The battle lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, David and Justine finish first. Uh, they both get uh, what? two thousand dollars yeah they get a grand they each. get a grand each yeah, yeah. from xavier and chance since they hadn't won a daily yet mm-hmm. or any other elimination um and they get to go back home david is fucking overjoyed and we we heard this from xavier in the x interview is that you know he he felt like his edit on big brother and and from his two seasons and what he did was not good it wasn't and he didn't show his abilities um which right. i i completely respect you know and he was talked, happy for David. And he, this yeah. was David's coming out of I am a comp- coming out party as I am a competitor. It just yeah. unfortunately was at the expense of Xavier. But Xavier was able yeah. to see past the moment and congratulate him. And I I really appreciated that. Well, and since we're on this subject, um, kind of going back to what I was saying a minute ago about, you know, David being so quiet in the deliberation when they were discussing potentially sending when they were discussing with uh, Kyland and Alyssa on potentially sending in X and Shan. Xavier told us, and this was not in the edit, but he told us in our exit interview with him that David actually gave him a heads up that Alyssa and Kylan were thinking of throwing him in. So Xavier had a little bit of behind the scenes knowledge. And I think that that's why David was so fucking quiet in that um, room when he was sitting there in the in the deliberation room with the winners, because he is like friends with Xavier and was working with Xavier, but he didn't want to be the one to be like, Hey, wait, 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 you know, and make himself like stand out from the crowd. So instead he went and he gave Xavier the heads up, like, Hey, look, your, your people are turning on you, dude. Like just, you're probably going in. And I think that that's why he was quiet is because he didn't really have anything to, he didn't, you know, want to go against X, but he couldn't really say that. So, well, if he says that, then he goes against Cinco. So it's lose, lose. Yeah. Yeah. But I did agreed. love how he gave all the credit to Justine. He was like, dude, she killed yeah. it. Like, yeah. I loved that. That, that was my that favorite part. part. And loved it. Low key, Justine becoming a real dude, threat in the game. Yes. Winning a daily with Tyson. Now winning elimination that. with David. I'm yep. I'm super impressed with yeah. her. Like, I didn't expect this from her. Like, look. it's not something you expect when you look at. She doesn't give off that. I know that she was a, you know, a soccer, you know, a, a, a high level soccer player. I know that, you know, she's got an athletic background and all of that kind of stuff. But it's just like you don't like look at her and be like, oh, yeah, she's going to be like the one that's, you know, performing really well and consistently well in this show. But like she is and I'm impressed with her. Loki, almost like the Priscilla of this season. Yes, that is yeah. such a great. Oh, that's a great comparison. Yes, just saying. definitely. Um, Barbie beast Priscilla. That's what we got. Yeah, uh, I will say, too, when she was when she was talking about how she wasn't totally jazzed about being with David in the beginning, when they kept doing the shots of David on the treadmill, like David's been putting in work since he got there. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's probably why he doesn't have any confessionals is because he's in the gym the whole time. And the whole he that was like a fucking 40 or 45 pound fucking weight he was holding on the fucking treadmill. Yeah. That's no joke. No, that's and not. the way he was holding. It wasn't like he was resting on his body. He fucking was holding that out in front of him, like trying to keep a center of gravity. It's like, bro, calm down. Yeah. You, you 
don't want to ruin your stamina. Yeah, but he doesn't. I get it, dude. Like, he had a bad showing on Big Brother both times. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I I get why he's going so hard. And, you know, he's trying to redeem his image. And, you know, I think he he did a great job. Like, he took out the fucking winner of BB23 in an elimination. So, like. Hey man, props. Real quick, you know what? Shout out to David. I'm yes. rooting for you, dude. You're the I always root for the fucking underdog. Yeah. You're a good fucking guy from everything I've seen on social media, on your previous seasons in Big Brother. Yeah. And I hope, dude, I hope you make it to the end, man. I really do. Yes. Um with that I'm being said, on my team. Dude, I'm stoked for you. I mean, he yeah. hasn't gotten you the confessionals yet, but it's coming. I mean, they're <laughs> eliminating people. They got to talk to someone. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? So <laughs> And like when when he kind of had like this is totally his redemption episode. Yeah. And all through this episode, I kept saying to Sarah, I was like, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, David's on my team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. Um, <laughs> mind you. So, yeah. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, mind you, when we got to the elimination, I looked at her as like, just so you know, no matter what happens, I am losing my first team member. Because I had one on either team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a tough. It's, it's a tough spot, man. It's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah so unfortunately, um, and I say this tr- truly. I mean, I would I would have been sad either team losing because yeah. I like David a lot. I yeah. like Xavier a lot. He's one of my favorite Big Brother players. I think he's fucking hilarious. Um, if you haven't seen the X interview, watch it. The X interview. Oh my god! On Spotify or YouTube with the chips and the water. I oh was my fucking god. dying. We had so much fun with X and Shan. That was great. Yeah, it's, it's so. But yeah, they ended up losing. Sad to see him go. Um, X had a great fucking line. I know you have it written down. Yeah. Go ahead. So his closing confessional, he's like, "Everyone from Big Brother twenty three are petty little bitches and they're stupid." And that's why Tyson and his his survivor fucking juggernauts are going to take y'all out one by one. I'm still rich. Y'all are broke. And you're stupid. <laughs> I was like, damn. He didn't pull any punches. <laughs> I, I like and he said it all with a smile on his face. Uh, like he was you could tell he was just fucking. It wasn't it any kind of hatred yeah. or anything like that. It was just he was just fucking clowning on him, you know, and, and that's cool. I like yeah. it. I like it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Like I said, I'm a big fan of X. I think he's funny as shit. Yeah, um, he's yeah. funny to follow. Like just even his whole reaction when we asked him, like, so how'd you like trivia day? And just he's like, <laughs> with his you know, yeah, dude, like, I was fucking dying, man. I fucking laughed my ass off. It was off. great. So um, that wraps up the episode. Obviously, um, I didn't take any notes on the next time on. I didn't catch any of it. It felt like it. Yeah, I it felt like it moved so quick this time. Yeah, I did actually go back and watch it a couple of times because I wanted to grab the quote. Um, so Tyson said something about if we can rein him in, he'd be an asset. And then Leo said something about um, same old Tyson, but they were two completely disparate Moments, scenes. Yeah. And then the one that got me and then the the uh, the next the daily next time is swimming. So nice. Tyson's got a leg up on that. Yeah. Cache is <laughs> fucked. Yeah. It's true, oh, but they do have life jackets, so that's good. We'll see. And she's like, even when she gets scared about something, she still does it. So yeah, it could be good. And as long as they let Leo take his shoes off beforehand, we should be fine. Um, and it's but the one that got me true was Kayla and Tyson <laughs> sitting outside before, like at, not before anything. Um, they were just <laughs> sitting outside talking, and Kayla said, "I think there's someone that's frustrated that you're winning." 
but we're not entirely sure why. Yes. I predict that it is either Dom or that it is Leo. Yeah. I think that it is either Leo and she's saying we're not entirely sure why, because it's not necessarily like he's in second every time or that it's Dom and they're not entirely sure why, because they're all survivor strong. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe based on what Dom said during the daily, like during trivia, when he said that Tyson's his biggest concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's a good point. I mean, look, I no offense to Leo at all, but from what I've seen, he doesn't stand a fucking chance with some of the guys that are in there. Like, I, I'm sorry, Leo against any one of the survivors, anyone left in Big Brother. It's just like, dude, you're on like, the like big. I like him. It's a lot but, of big yeah. dudes left. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just and saying it, de- it depends on the challenge too. But it like, does, but y- it's like not you good. <laughs> yeah, like you said. I mean, like Kylan's fucking huge, you know, and so Cinco, is Enzo, Cinco, Dom. Like, Tyson is the skinniest guy on there, but he's still like six two, six three, and he's the best performing fucking yeah, competitor and, on there right now. And here's the theme: Scottie Pippen was skinny as fuck, but he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Like that you body know? frame yeah. is is good for a lot of different things, and Tyson's figured out what he's good with. You well, know what I mean? And he's very well aware that his thing is not like strength or physical competition. He was talking about this. On, yeah, he doesn't want to do a hall brawl. He was talking about this on Twitter the other day. You know, and he yeah, and, when he was trolling the OGs, he was trolling all the ogs and somebody had you know brought up there like oh i'd like to see you in a hall brawl ct would you know fucking wreck you or whatever and he's like yeah but that's about the only thing that he'd wreck me at and like as a ct fan he's he's probably right i mean puzzles maybe but like strength Uh, so like a hall brawl kind of thing yeah ct's gonna wreck you but if it's an endurance thing yeah, Tyson's going to fucking eat CT up. Endurance has never been CT's thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, it just depends on what it is. But, you know, yeah, I he, agree. he was definitely trolling the OGs. <laughs> I just feel like, I feel like experience plays such a large fucking role in the challenge. And especially when it comes to a final that as good as Tyson is, that lack of experience really hinders him as far as going against someone like CT. Cause what happens when they get to a fucking eating, food, yeah. an eating station that's with where, a puzzle after you ran 15 miles and you haven't slept all night. That's the one I want to see for like the survivor players survivor. and stuff. I want to see yeah. how they, how they take like an eating challenge. That's why I wish they did eating challenges during the season. They used to instead of just I remember that. Yeah. yeah I was going to say like around like season six or something like that. I remember seeing it. Well, I, I mean, even in the challenge, like I wish one of the dailies was like an eating challenge yeah, so that we had too. an idea of like how these people do with those things before they get to the final. Yeah. But it even was on uh double agents with when, F- cause Fessy. Yes. Punked out they were in that well, cage thing. That was such a, it was bullshit. also in oh. the redemption one where it was Anissa versus Marie mm-hmm. and Marie quit. Yeah. She just stood there. She wouldn't. Yeah. Right. The, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cause she, it was to go back in, right? It was like, yeah, yeah it was that it was slimy pig nose yeah. and the water after rat. Yeah. And yeah. after they'd ran up that hill and slid down and all that, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was like Corey Hunter. It was actually pretty fucking cool. Honestly, it was a good one. Other than, yeah. other than the eating f- yeah. the food. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, back, back to this episode <laughs> guys who's your male and female mvp for this episode uh tony why don't you lead us off sure thing so mvp kyland for pulling the trigger on a big move however that plays out it was still a big move and he still accomplished what he set out to do and that was get xavier out um again how that plays out 
that'll be in the next couple of episodes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but until then, it was a badass move. Yeah. Um, and he handled it well, too. Like, he really did weigh out the pros and cons. Um, obviously, like, we have wouldn't necessarily have got to that same conclusion, but that was the conclusion he got to with everything he had at his disposal. Um, honorable mentions, absolutely, David. Um, total redemption story. He got two confessionals, which is like almost twice as many as he's gotten previous episodes. And he won the elimination. He's back in the house. He has more. He's closer to win to running the final than several other people. Um, and then co honorable mention is Tyson because he's still managing to like control the game, despite the fact that he doesn't have any stakes in the big brother alliance like yeah <laughs> I, I don't i'm as confused as tyson as to why they would really value tyson's opinion on the situation and take <laughs> what he says into consideration yeah but i'm also here for it because tyson's on my team yeah exactly it's like all right cool <laughs> yeah so those are my men um did you want female at the same time or yeah yeah it's a female I seem to all of a sudden forget how we do this every week. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's a new, we're doing it on a new day and, yeah. and that changes yeah. everything guys. In case you don't know. It's true. <laughs> um, female MVP, Justine, because like whether it is actually how it went or not, how it was perceived was she just kept getting blow after blow after blow of initially being paired with David, which she wasn't totally keen on. Then going into the elimination, um, which she obviously wasn't keen on, and then coming back out of the elimination after taking out Xavier and Shan. Yeah. And that in and of itself, plus the fact that she's like very quickly becoming one of like the top women in the yeah. whole compound. Absolutely. Um, and then co-MV or like co-honorable mentions for Angela, same reason as Tyson of like not really being a part of the conversation, but somehow making sure everything gets cleared by her. Yeah. Um, and then Alyssa, because she did help Kylan. Like they shouldn't help Kylan. They made the move together. Right. And same reason. So you can't really give Tyson MV or Kylan MVP without Alyssa and the same with Angela without Tyson. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to go next just cause I have a little bit different view. Um, I'm actually going to give my male MVP to David. Um, and the reason I'm going to do this is because to me, this is hopefully his coming out party and being yep. more part of the show. I think he will add to the show and add another layer of depth. Well, hopefully we get to know more about him other than what we've seen from his big brother edit or for people who haven't watched big brother, haven't really seen anything from him at all. Other mm -hmm. than this elimination, um, I'm rooting for the guy. So he's my male MVP really close runner up is Kylan. He just fucking dominated that trivia. Like he was on it in every single topic. And it's rare that you really get to see that, you know, you see people shine in certain things like Zach with Disney princesses. Um, <laughs> Aurora. <laughs> Bingo. I was going to say Aurora, but I didn't want to be too cocky. So I just said, <laughs> it's like, Oh my God. Great moment, by the way. Yeah. Um, anyways. Um, so in making that big move, any other time I would make him my MVP, but for David, I'm rooting for the guy. And I really, I really like to see him win that elimination, even though it was against one of my favorite big brother players. Yeah. Uh, 
as much as I want to put Alyssa as my female MVP because she's on my team and she got me a shit ton of points this week, I am going to agree 100% with Tony on Justine. You've said everything I would want to say. Um, same thing as David coming out party for her, showing off Barbie Beast. Those are my uh, MVPs. Obviously, Alyssa, my uh, honorable mention for women's MVP. Rick has convinced me real quick. I'm going to switch Kylan for David for MVP. Um, Kylan is now honorable mention with Tyson. Yeah, same Um My male is David. Um, my honorable mention for males is Kylan with a special shout out to Tyson for all the same reasons you guys all said. And then same with the females. My MVP is Justine. She's fucking killing it. And she definitely has made a new fan in me. Um, and uh, and then my honorable mention will be Alyssa. Um, and the only reason that I have it that way is because I am not particularly fond of the move that Kylan and Alyssa made, but I still want to give them credit for it. But I think what David and Justine were able to pull off in this elimination was far more impressive than what Kay- uh, Kayla than what Kylan and Alyssa did. Um, and that's just my personal view. Um, but so I have her in in uh, honorable mentions. And then same as you, a special shout out to Angela, the way that Angela and Tyson have their hands in every decision this season thus far is extremely fucking impressive. So um, yeah, we're all like on the same page for once in a really long time for MVPs. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm adding a different special shout out because I didn't shout out Tyson and, and Angela and I don't want to be the same. Oh, I'm going to shout out the real stars of the show, which is Danny and Kiki. Yeah, shout Thank out to you. Kiki, dude. Real, real okay. honorable mention MVPs. Hopefully you guys both win a daily here coming soon. Yes, facts. Um, <laughs> so uh, should we go into fantasy? Yeah, let's let's knock out fantasy sure, real we'll quick. We'll do fantasy and then we'll close off with the, the Money coin count. count. Actually, yeah. you know what? I, I, I would rather do coin count because it's actually really relevant to what's going on in the show where fantasy is just for us and anyone who's actually listening. That makes sense. Yeah, let's, let's do coin count first. True. Cool. So uh, new front runner. Has beat out both Tyson and Angela. Uh, Kylan now has 12 grand. Nice. And Tyson and Angela have 11. So um, interesting, though, that Tyson and Kylan are the only two males who can run the final right now. They're the only two that have won. Yeah. Whereas um, Angela, Justine and Alyssa are now all qualified to run the final. Yeah. Um, So Kylan, 12 grand. Tyson and Angela, 11 grand. Justine has seven grand now. Alyssa has six. Dom and Cache have 2,500. And then Aza, Kayla, and David all have two grand. Everybody else is sitting at one grand. And Kiki gets an honorary. I'm going to say that Kiki now has five grand and can run our final. Kiki Kiki gets a grand for every time her name is mentioned, okay? And yes. So she's she's, at five grand right now. She's officially in the the Challenge Fandom Podcast final. I don't know what we're doing or what you win. Probably nothing. But um, you're in. Swag like a sticker. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Shout out. I think you guys live in Texas. Holler at us. I'll get you guys a shirt. Hell yeah. (laughs) Just because we love y'all so much. Love. We love Kiki. Anyway. We like to sing, obviously, too. Yes, we do. Sorry, we're annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So fantasy um, leading into this week, total points uh, through the season. We got myself uh, in the lead with 99 total points. Karina in second with 82. 
Uh, Tony uh, in third place with 69 points. Nice. nice. And Josh in uh, fourth with 66. But we had a change in the lineup after this week. So I'll go in alphabetical Uh-oh. order so Karina can slap me as soon as I say it because you had a tough fucking week. Yeah, my people screwed me this week. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. I, yeah, I have still full early. faith in, my, in the rest of my team and the rest of the season. This episode was about Justin and, or Justin. This episode was about <laughs> David and Justine and Kyle like, and the fuck is like, Justin. I, know, I, know. I was like, what did I miss? There was a is mis- that part of guys watching cartoons, two dudes? <laughs> no, it was, it was a misfire in my brain there He's for a, a second. Dude. It didn't feel right immediately. <laughs> Anyway, it's okay. My I, that was me last week. I think I got twelve points last week. Yeah, it just it, it, just it happens. happens so. Yeah, but uh, I got like eight points yeah, this week or some shit. Yeah, eight points total. Your biggest uh, score was Sarah with three confessional points. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Com- hold holding down the fort for us, man. Josh, man, Josh had a good week points wise, but fuck, his team is he's dwindling. down to three, right? Yeah, he's lost. Yeah. Cashel, Giovanni. Tasha and now Xavier. Yeah. So Ugh. he's got Shannon, Justine, and Kylan left. Oof. That's rough. That's he's rough. lost a person every week. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking tough. And that's funny because the fandom voted him first place out of mm. all of our teams. <laughs> and me last. And yeah. I, I lost my first person on episode four. Just now, yeah. yeah today. Exactly. Or, well, not today, but this week, yeah. Um, I scored 22 points, so a respectable showing. Um, my breadwinner was Alyssa. She had nine confessionals uh, with three points from winning the daily. The only other person that got me any points really honestly was like Dominic. He had three confessional. Everybody else is like two, one. Now, Tony, on the other hand, big day for Tony. He got 34 points and won this week with that total. Oh. Um, you know, most two points for Kayla, one point for Cinco. David got him five points in the confessional. Five confessional yeah. points for David. He there fucking go, smoked it. Like yeah. I said, it was his coming out party. We didn't hear from him all season, and all of a sudden we get five fucking confessionals. Yeah, so <laughs> in one episode, it's like, damn, I'm right. saving him. What up, buddy? <laughs> Good choice in MVP by all of us there. Yes. Um, and yep. then obviously the five points for the elimination. Derek got you six confessional points. Uh, Desi got you three. The one competitor that you have now lost, Shan, even gave you nine points in confessionals. She did. Yeah. So she gave you a good going away. away. Yeah, it was nice. And then Tyson, a little bit low this week with only three. He wasn't a central focus this week, though. Yeah, but you know, in our hearts, he gets he gets a plus ten anyways, just because he's Tyson. (laughs) I I have a feeling that uh, given the episode title next week, I may do well with Tyson. I think so, too. I don't want to talk about this. Anyways, uh, so after combining the total from the last three weeks and the points from this week, we get the breakdown of dun, 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 I'm still in the lead with 121 points. Tony has now moved to second with 103. Josh making big moves, hitting 94 points and Karina now at the tail end with 90 points. But we're only at episode four. It's still early in the season. Everybody's really still in this. Except Josh, Josh. is going to be out of the game soon, so yeah. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, Josh is. <laughs> I'm just. Josh has got you, three Josh. guys, three people left. Like, let me see. Let me see. You've got you just, Kylan, which is 
He's a competitor. He's got he, Kylan, he, Justine, and Shannon. You already said it. Yeah. He's got and, a and good yeah, he's, team. He's, he's, he's got, got a, a good team. team left. It's like Survivor where the tribe has to win, like dwindle out the weak the week before yeah. they become a strong tribe. Yeah. That's what he's doing. And I can respect that. Yeah. I, yeah. So what I think Karina, you've got well, two people out on yours. You've got Celie and Sally, Sally and James. And then I've got, uh, obviously Tiffany out. I haven't lost anyone else yet. So, uh, and then Tony's lost his first person, you know, with yeah, Shan. we'll, uh, we'll have the updated, uh, fantasy, um, graphics and stuff on our IG. Go yes, check our yes. highlight. Um, it's called, uh, the highlight is titled USA draft. Um, so all of our, you guys can follow along with it visually there. I know that's probably a little bit easier than listening to us just rattle off fucking numbers and shit here, but, um, we break it all down into graphics that are fun to look at. So you guys can check it out there, um, on our highlight page on IG again, it's under USA draft. And I just want to send a special shout out to anyone who was on our IG page and voted me as the best team because i know i got second don't so worry guys He'll, it'll change don't we've worry. been we've been together since day one. Oh my god I, you're I, such I a i want y'all to know i <laughs> respect y'all uh, it's okay i was the underdog so yeah well dude as soon as you fucking got tyson i was like fuck what do you mean fuck <laughs> we knew we were letting him take tyson because if we didn't tony was gonna freaking haunt us in our dreams he already does hive mind <laughs> Yeah. Oh my um, God. I'm I'm excited for next week's episode. I want to see what the the immediate reaction to the move this week is. I'm just I, I'm loving this season. I'm loving the way that the house is is working and vibing. I don't like the compound. No. I don't like the Bring, compound. Put them in a mansion. No one does. Put them no. in a big house. Give them a pool. You know, like I said, I don't want a bunch of fucking just pool scenes and stuff. But get them something where they can get outside. And, you know, kind of get a different kind of perspective because I feel like all the scenes that we get of like the house scenes is like kind of all the same. Like they're all just kind of hunkered down in, in the bunk beds, like yep. trying to talk quietly Fucking total madness. And yes, it's like total madness. And I can't remember who, but somebody pointed out that. The voices in that in that compound fucking just echo and bounce all around. So it's like even when you're trying to have like a quiet private conversation it's really difficult to do that. So it's like, get put them in a mansion and, you know, let's see some, some shit really blow up. I think that's why we're seeing a lot of the conversations happen outside by like the jacuzzi and the lawn chairs yeah. and shit. So. And yeah. by that wall. Yeah. There's, yeah. A one, there's like one wall that's continually featured. And I don't know if it's just like on the outside of like just on the Out outside the of doors. the doors. Yeah. Or yeah. 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 It, that's really my only complaint about this season so far is the house. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. You know, go back to go back to a regular house. The compound's not needed. Yeah. I'm sure there's survivor players think it's a definite upgrade as far as being able to have a bed (laughs) and standard food and amazing race because sometimes they're just sleeping on the fucking side of the road waiting for their next checkpoint. Um, but nonetheless, uh this is the challenge. Give us a fucking mansion with a pool and a sick ass view because we all want to see it too. Fuck yeah. Um I have nothing else to add to this. Um, yeah, I'm, anybody I'm else? Good. All right. Well, nope. it was a great episode, but uh, I am. Yeah, I'm ready for episode five. Let's get this out to the fandom and let's get ready for for episode five. Ooh, we've got some interviews this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm excited. We've got a couple interviews coming up over the next few days. We've got a fucking awesome 
unplugged interview releasing with Jordan Wisely on August 8th. Um, so make sure you guys keep an eye out for that. And also, we actually announced this on our exit interview that we put out on Thursday. And I got about 15 fucking messages from people like trying to submit questions to ask Jordan. Just so you all know, the interview is done. It's been done for like two months now. We did it before Jordan traveled. <laughs> And um, he's a time lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we did it while he was still uh, All Stars three was still airing before yes. he had been eliminated from All Stars three. Um, so it is a bit of a dated interview as far as that goes, but it is current in the fact that we don't talk. We talk about things that really can't be dated by time. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Yeah. No. But I just wanted to let everybody know that. The interview is already done, so if you're trying to submit like your fan questions for us to ask him, I'm very, very sorry, but it's too late. Um, make sure you guys watch our stories, because usually either the day of, we will post um, a story with a question box and who we're interviewing that day and allow you guys to submit fan questions. And if they, you know aren't part of our original questioning or, you know, they apply to the situation, um, then we absolutely ask them and we shout you out with that as well. Um, so just make sure you guys keep an eye out for those because that will be where you will want to submit your fan questions for unplugged interviews. Yep. Yep. So real quick recap on this. Uh, if you guys haven't, go check out the X interview we just did with Xavier and Shan. Uh, we also just released our Josh Martinez Challenge Unplugged Ooh, interview. Yeah. It's so it's, good. It's one of my favorites thus far that we've been able to do. It gave me a totally new uh perspective on josh i really respect the guy i've gotten a lot of messages about that one where they're like this made me feel different about josh agreed he goes into some shit so if you guys get a chance go listen to that uh before that we had another really good one with Derek frazier oh yeah take a listen to it much different than the edits you see right so give your give him a chance um and then like karina said we got jordan coming out on august 8th we've got some cool interviews tomorrow uh, well, we've got a good interview tomorrow, which would be Saturday. Um, we will put out a question box on that tomorrow. And then we got another one on Tuesday for y'all. And by tomorrow, he means today, because when you're hearing this, it will be Saturday. It'll be today. We're time travelers. I'm <laughs> um, sorry if you had to get a fucking bar graph to figure that out. Yeah. Um, but anyway. with that being said, we got another interview coming Tuesday. We'll put something out on that. And then we got another unplug coming on the 22nd. It's fucking m- fucking nuts over here we just booked someone that i'm really really excited about like our whiteboard and our calendar is like stupid full right now yeah. so <laughs> we booked another person that we're interviewing next week and i'm fucking oh, stoked about it we got it and we got a champ once once a multi-time champ a multi-time and champ. once the interview actually happens i'll put a little a little story out to spoil it for people so with yeah, that yeah. being said for myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful, talented, takes no time to edit, but knocks it out, makes us all sound fucking great, Karina Hayes, and then the one, the only, Tony Stats and Info Lance. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed uh, this recap, and hopefully you've enjoyed everything else we've been working on for you guys in the meantime. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, get a chance. Go rate us on five stars. Go rate us five stars on Spotify. Go rate us five stars on fucking Apple. If you get a chance, rate us five stars on fucking Yelp. I don't even know if we're on there, but if we are, do it. We (laughs) love y'all so much. You guys have a great night. Thank you. Later. Bye.